0: County
1: It's jacks What up, Dollars? Let's go. Martin Luther had a dream, but Freddy Krueger had a Ruger ex Malcolm out the picture, so now we back to the future Now we back to these losers embracing death like they used to Poking up they just, but listen, son, now you leaking that fuchsia huh? So who's the shooter? Huh? Is it your man? Or was it a fan? Or was it a stand? Huh? Pop would beg to differ. In hindsight, I bet you he said he was not a nigga. Plus Biggie Smalls was just minding his business, yo, smoking an optimal. Somebody got to drop the homie. Biggie has got to go. And they couldn't stop it. No, I wish that they could. Yeah, the world needs change, but man, I wish that we would. So why the long frown? A man harmed from a four pound. His blood ripples on the floor from the wall sound. His mama sitting at the wake, hoping the Lord's found. Another dead, another gone. Now, damn.
0: another man done gone
1: from the county from uh-huh. another man Jeez. done gone George you said that it's best to be what you want to be Fuck it, do what you want to do So I do what I want to do Bet you did it to floss Bitch, I did what I wanted Bet you did it and lost Bitch, I did it and won it Shit, I'm never coming back Listen, I just want to rap Gee, I told you all of that On about a dozen tracks I don't give a fuck I just, I just, I just want to rap and fire on this track like a fucking thundercat plus this mic is bleating roho this shit is a no no rolling in that low low plus i'm from that wall to need a folk folk smoking on my logo ready for the wall wo- and we so so silly with the flow somebody called a robo heard the lames and i swear they so so too much love for the fame just to go broke you said that like i had the rap game and the show car never think i got the whole world in a rope gotta think a damn dog you crazy
2: is he the next jay-z my crystal ball is hazy but i don't know maybe Welcome back to the Insanity Chick Podcast. This is your host, Chris, here. And I'm being joined uh, by two of my good friends here. I'm being joined by Rod from the Black Eye Tips. And, my uh, man, Jeff. Uh, Jeff, where are you with now? Who are you with now? Because, man, my man be, you be like, you like Tommy from, like, uh, 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 Martin. Like, I know you got a job, but, like, you got, like, 20 of them.
3: But, but you could actually see what my jobs are. I don't hide them. They're, they're not <laughs> they're not they're not shrouded in mystery. Um I'm with For All Nerds. Okay, For All cool. Nerds podcast cool. and um now I I guess I can say yeah, I'm a on-air talent with Bleach Report and video producer See, so. see that's oh, what I'm snap.
2: saying. That's what I'm saying. like every now and then there's some other new talent coming in some other new title coming in. I got to I got to make sure you know yeah, my yes. here doing that my man uh Jeff J says. <laughs> yes sir. Okay,
4: yeah, man. I, I fuck with For All Nerds, man. I listen to y'all all the time, man.
2: Thank you, sir. Thank you. Same. You're a great addition to the show. Um, Thank you. Now, now, before we go forward, because uh, the show, um, I just want to get some things out of the air before we go forward with the show here. Um, I would just like to apologize um, upfront before we go any further, uh, because um, uh, there, there might be uh, 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 some things that um, members of the community of the talcum powder uh, complexion <laughs> might oh. feel certain ways about and i would just like to publicly say if i have offended you at any point during the rest of this show i apologize publicly
3: um, don't i don't
4: got money like that like relax i'm gonna okay. go ahead and uh, apologize as well and retract anything i've ever said uh specifically to and about sean king um i did not mean it And I do not want that smoke. It's just comedy. It's just uh, under the auspices of comedy. I'm allowed freedom of speech and uh, parody. So uh, this is uh, a comedian in my bio on Twitter. So I'm just going to roll with that. But if I will cease and desist, uh, if asked,
2: I'm just saying, I, I, I think I might have called him talcum powder X at some point. And I just want to make it known up front that uh, uh, Sean King is actually not made of talcum powder. I have never called him to not once. <laughs> and I refuse to
3: call him that. So, all right. So if we're um, if this is confession, uh, I did see somebody refer to him as bet. He white. And I laughed profusely. I apologize. You should apologize for
2: that. You should apologize mm. for that. That, is, that. I should is, have been better. That is, that mm-hmm. is, that is incorrect. That is, factual. Uh, he is not actually that. And um, like I think I, I also would like to apologize for saying that. I, I think on several occasions, and even through the rest of this podcast, I might actually say this. And I'm saying, I'm getting in front of my eventual, uh, uh, problematic nature. I might say that Sean King is full of shit. And I just want to let everybody know, I am not actually a a licensed doctor. So I am actually not sure of his fecal intake, uh and and fiber intake of his body. So if I say that uh Sean King is full of shit, uh I, I I'm saying I am not a doctor, so I cannot actually know that. So. hmm So
3: um yeah, i in your body too, man.
4: I'm gonna go ahead and pre apologize for this whole episode as well, because um I you know, just in case there's no need to send me any emails. Is right. this like putting in the Capcom code before the
3: podcast?
2: <laughs> just yes, you know. Unlock 30 extra lives just in case. I'm putting in the Contra code in real quick, you know, just up, up, down, down, you know. I'm just, man, <clears throat> you got to get in there. Because I, I hear I might actually say there are certain times that I have said or have suggested that maybe possibly uh, Sean King is the feds. And here's the thing I'm, I, I don't, I do not have any factual evidence to back that up. I will just say that he, Sean King might actually not be the feds he just has fed like tendencies and I feel like that'll give me enough cover here legally, Um, cause he, I didn't he's, no, federal, no, I, he's federally tinged. He's federally tinged, you know, um, half, half baked federally. I don't, I don't know. I just, I just feel like I should probably say this as to not offend Sean King and his wife. Cause this is the last thing we would ever want to do. And we do not want that legal smoke here. So I just feel like I should get ahead of all this stuff and say that up front. So, yeah, I'm
4: not going to call this man fed Hampton. Uh, that is not what I do, and I refuse to be a party to anyone that would say something like that.
2: Yes, yes, uh, and, and that is that is actually right. Like I, I, I will not call this man Talcum Luther King Jr. I will not call him that. I will not say that because we know that he is not made of talcum powder, and that is just incorrect. And that is not his name. You will not hear that coming from my mouth. Not, not at all. And if you do hear it come from our mouths. We want to apologize right now and say it up front that we are sorry. We are we really apologize for this publicly. Publicly apologizing.
4: Yeah, already ahead of time. So please save the postage. Um, there's no need.
2: Yes, yes. Please do not send your four person or two person legal team after us uh, because uh, we we made some 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 erroneous comments on a podcast. We just would like to get ahead of this now and say, Sean King, we are sorry. We apologize. Mm-hmm. We apologize. Like uh what was it um uh 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 what what was the uh name of that oil company that uh <laughs> that had the spill? It was like, oh, like yeah, yeah, we're, we're We're pulling a BP right now. Just like pull BP right now. Hey yo, don't sue us. Don't sue us, bro. Don't sue us. Yeah.
4: Yeah, don't we sue. don't want the smoke. Uh I would never call you Eldridge deceiver ever. Not once.
2: And and I and I would like to apologize right now for laughing at what rod just did not call you
4: yeah yeah, that's not yeah yeah i would like to apologize for for the chuckle that in my voice because this is really just a nervous reaction to the
2: thought of being sued
3: you know i'm 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 so weak right now i tried my best not to laugh
2: you should (laughs) (laughs) pause you should apologize for that you should apologize for that you this is not a this is not a laughing matter this is not a laughing matter uh, I've grown over
3: here. the past two minutes.
2: <clears throat> yes, I, I, I'm getting better. Hit hit that Kevin Hart apology real quick. Hit that Kevin Hart <laughs> apology right now. You're like, I mean, I, Why I do we have to keep talking about it? Right, I'm right, done. Right, right. By the end of this podcast, done. yeah, by the end of the podcast, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right then. I'm I'm done. I'm not. I'm not apologizing anymore. I've apologized enough. Yes.
4: You don't believe people change? Huh? Let me ask you this, I a monster.
2: Do I not bleed? <laughs> do I not bleed? Just oh, like. bro.
4: Okay, people grow, and I have grown since. Since uh, see, the problem is I haven't gotten to play this game because I've been avoiding playing this game of activist names. But now that I'm now that I'm on it, I think I can come up with some better ones. Right, Uh, I'm just saying,
2: you know, just well he uh, did say he did say. you apologize though. You apologize. you
4: apologize. Yeah, I would never. Like I said, I, I'm looking at him, and you know, just because I came up with those two off the top of my head does not mean that I would ever participate in something like that. That's what I'm saying. I would
2: never actually call him those things. Yes. Yeah. Uh, for for those who don't know what's going on here, um, after years of being the butt of Twitter jokes and memes among Black Twitter, uh, Sean King is fighting back, and uh, Sean Sean King has has uh, launched a um, campaign. Against false accusations against him, uh, he put this on his 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 uh, on January 16th this week. He put on his uh, Facebook. He said, "Please read. In my life, I have never, I have now raised over 30 million dollars for people and causes and families. You won't find a single person in the world who says I have ever touched, spent, or kept a single penny I raised for them. It's all a complete fabrication." Uh, but the lies do tremendous harm not just to me but to the families I have helped since the Black Lives Matter movement began, I have raised millions of dollars for families and impacted by police violence violence racist violence, etc in these five years uh, raising money for families and victims not only have I never received a single penny not only as not not a single penny has ever been in my possession, not once it has always goes straight to the families and their designated attorneys I have never been. Uh, I've never been paid by those families. That I've never been paid by the uh, by their attorneys, and I would never. Uh, I would never. Lastly, I have secured a four-person legal team of India Sneed, uh, Benjamin Crump. I think that's his name, isn't it? Benjamin Crump. Is that is that? Yeah, uh, that's the same, yeah, that's the same dude
4: that be losing all the black people get shot by police cases.
2: See, I did not see why you. Um, Damn. apologize. Yeah, apologize for that. Apologize yeah, for that. Yeah, apologize, I,
4: I, apologize. I mean, apologize for that. Apologize. Uh, a other version of me would have said that, mm, okay. right? But see. Now that I've grown in the last six seconds that I said that, see, I totally went. would like to take back those impervious uh, allegations and uh, clear uh, a clear Benjamin Crump's name and say that uh, he is not the Cleveland Browns of social uh, activism cases. I take that back.
2: And if somebody is known... Rod, for these last 10 years, I can just say that uh, I, I truly believe his his he- heartfelt apology, and uh, I, I actually forgive him. So I just want to say the right Thank you. I, I forgive Thank you. I I can- forgive you, Rod. I forgive you, Rod. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <clears throat> well, anyway, uh, uh, Lee Merritt Esquire, who uh, actually came out to defend uh, Sean King yesterday and his wife, but then mysteriously deleted the tweet. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, uh, Ron Sullivan, to represent me in, in this cause, talk shit, have cri- criticism, that's fine. Oh, wait, so we good. So I, I'll take all back all oh, those apologies. Oh, I take that shit back. Oh, oh, nigga, that's all you had to say. Shit. You talcum powder cover motherfucker. Shit. Oh, we good. I take back all that shit. Um, That's fine. But when you lie on me and, and say I've stolen money, you do real damage to my name and to my family and to those who I fight for. So, I mean, here's. To take to take myself out of this and 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 the fuck Sean King movement up front. Hearing this, I'm like, you know what? If somebody does lie about you and and they say you took take you've taken some money from some kind of cause, especially when you're dealing with here's the thing. I would never want to run a charity or anything or any kind of movement that generates thirty million dollars because and I, I and we're gonna get into this later on. I believe this is part of what outside the other shit that goes on with Sean King. Part of the problem is there's no transparency. For all this money, and it's not just him. You're seeing this all the time with all these GoFundMe accounts. Like, I'm not saying that they're scams, but like, hey, dog, like when you're raising millions and millions and millions of dollars, that's a fucking problem. I know this because if you're just raising tens of thousands of dollars, that can be a problem. So I get it. I can see where people's opinions of Sean King come from when it comes to the money aspect of this and see how that could be false if they uh, apparently uh people are saying that he raised money for Centolia brown and he's saying he did not do that and if somebody says that and that's wrong then that is wrong that you know he has the right to defend himself that said out of all the people that have attacked sean king white supremacists Mm right bart major news outlets you would think that that would be who he's forming this four-person legal team to attack, right? But does anybody, do you guys know who he's actually, He his, his first set of people he, he he went after? The first four people he went after? Oh, probably uh Pierce Morgan? Mm, no, 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 not Pierce Morgan. Not-
4: uh let's see fox news definitely because i know i'm in fox news spreading some stuff
2: you would think that about, you would think that you would think that but no not not sean news not 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 have bright
4: bright bar because bright started the rumor that he was actually not a black man and that mm, mm. he's of uh, white parentage and he uh, lied that's uh, what i said no no
2: jeff you have any you have any ideas of who he who might have actually gone to going after tanya lawrence
3: that used close, to have close. that show. And, but no,
2: you know. no. It's not no. her? Not her, not oh her, God. not her. Uh, the, the first four people in a strong case.
4: What, what, what about the Daily Caller? Because I remember people sharing an article back in the day from Daily Caller about him. Mm, so it probably, mm, probably mm. was him. Uh,
2: and they probably have a lot of money. They probably have a lot of money. They probably And, and their reach is probably a, a, a really big and will probably, like, really do this damage. Because, again, if you're going to sue yeah. for a libel, you've got to show damages, right? You've got to show that what people are saying about you actually hurts you. And you would think that all these people you just mentioned have huge followings, and they would actually hurt Sean King, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 it led to threats, I'm sure. Yeah, 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 uh, uh, no, it's none of those. He decided he he, he set it on uh three to four uh black people, one a queer black journalist, and I believe two black women, and there might be a th- fourth one I can't find. That's mm. who he settled it. And
3: not, and not just a journalist, right? A, a student, a college student.
2: One of them might be a college. Student. I'm out not sure
3: of out here. of like for, uh, fresh out of college, or at one point.
2: So I'm gonna go with the one that I saw. The the, the first one was, which was um Clarissa Brooks, right. Because it's the only one also in the screen. Again, I, I want to be, when we go through this, like, you got to understand something about Sean King. He is very, very um, manipulative, and he is very, very um, strategic in how he does things. And I apologize for that right there, if, I, if I'm if i wrong on any of that, so I just want to go ahead and apologize so I don't get sued. Wow. Um the three screen, the four screenshots he used, three screenshots, I, I'm going to call from right here, only two of them actually show that when he screenshot them, include the number of retweets and likes on them. Mm-hmm. Because I can see, okay, you know, people are going off of how many followers these, these individuals have, and they don't have a lot of followers. Like, I think most of them I have more followers than themselves, and I have like 14,000, 15,000 followers. So I actually have more followers than most of these people that use that tech. But I'm like, it doesn't matter how many followers you have, if what you said reaches out there. And get and, and goes viral, then it could actually be causing him some kind of damage. The here's what Clarissa Brooks's um <clears throat> tweet says. It's like are folks gonna hold Sean hold Sean King accountable to money he raised and it has raised in quotes for Centoya? Or is it going to disappear as well? That is her tweet. Alright. Do you do you guys want to take a stab at how many retweets it had? How many retweets you'd like to add? Something like that. Uh, at least a few thousand like what ten thousand maybe seven thousand how about you Jeff you want to you want to take a, take a swing at it because again remember this these are these are tweets that have caused serious harm and damage to talcum powder x i will say one dollar <laughs> sir objection not a, i'm sorry <laughs> you're right you're right mm, you need you're to right
4: apologize for calling that man talcum powder x
2: i apologize i am not aware that if sean you shunking uses talcum powder i am not aware of that and i just want to apologize for that right there
3: when's the last time you've seen talcum powder? Is that what Arm and Hammer is, or um, what is it? Gold Bond? Is that
2: talcum powder? I yo, I think kind of gold bond is kind of like talcum powder, isn't? It? Can we
3: call? I, it haven't it?
4: Seen, I haven't seen talcum powder since I was in high school, and uh, girls were putting it on their breasts, you know, like for mm. titty sweat and stuff. That's mm. the last time I've seen it.
3: I thought that was regular
2: powder. I think it was a powder. Wait, that's
4: not
3: talcum powder. But what's what's, reg- what's regular powder though?
2: Yeah, what? Yeah, I mean, well, I was assume... Know, I just assume know, we just saw the white bottle. I just, baby, powder. baby powder. I never asked questions. Oh, I just, just assume baby yeah. powder was talcum powder and stuff like that. But, you know, you're right. You're Me right. Do. You know, we don't know. You know what? I would like to apologize to all the women out there with twitty, titty sweat that we did not properly um, yeah. <laughs> d- d- detect what kind of powder you were using. No, I don't mean what kind of... The, the, the monetary value of the damage. I'm saying, how many likes and retweets do you think that Clarissa's uh, uh, tweet had? Because, again, Sean King is saying that her, 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 her tweet caused him serious damage, which so you, I would assume that means that she has to have a lot of likes and retweets on this one tweet here to cause him serious harm and damage. So how many how many likes and retweets do you think she had on that 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 tweet? Probably like what like two <clears> thousand. She had three hundred and fifty five retweets and eight hundred and thirty four likes. Oh, that's a lot of likes. That's how many I mean, likes don't she don't had. That, that damaging. Just, just I mean, look. Just, just on a flip side, that, Sean King Sean King has over a million followers.
4: If I saw something with that many likes um yeah i I mean, that's when you gotta sue,
0: yeah,
4: everybody knows that the ma- the magic number is three hundred, and uh three hundred plus retweets that's that's time to take that shit to trial.
2: The next one is I don't know uh I, I heard he he had written some over to I can't read her name um uh but uh and he. Smartly uh did not count how many did not include on the screenshot how many likes and retweets is it. it says this Sean King raised a hundred thousand dollars for information on uh Jasmine Barnes killer, but ended up feeding the tip to the police himself, mentioning nothing about where the hundred K went. How many times do I have to tell you that he's a cop? The next person to to retweet him on my timeline is getting muted. That is that is another harmful tweet to Sean King. The last one was uh from Ernest Owens who says for those uh, for those trying to uh, for those trying to figure out why Sean King would do such a thing, look at it this way: for every view he gets on Facebook, he profits from the commercial ads that appear on the page. His videos go often go viral, allowing him to reap the monetary value off of the Black Trauma he posts. Now, the interesting thing about this one is um, uh, Ernest. Uh, he's actually a journalist. He actually went in because he deleted this and that tweet's actually from mm, last June. So it came from last June. And this is January, is January 2019. Uh, he actually went into more detail about this while he re- deleted it, he was like, Sean King's basically making a semantic argument that he didn't make any money, he's not putting ads on the actual videos he shares. But that that does not mean that Sean King, and and again, Sean King's very, very uh, specific in his claims about this is that people are claiming that I'm making money off of the videos he might not be making money off the videos. It doesn't mean he's not making money off of sharing the videos. And it does not mean he's not making money off of things like promoting the pact, which is one of the things that he did. He was promoting a pact at one point, which was a sponsored tweet. And Sean King says, well, I'm not making any money specifically off of the the video, but it doesn't necessarily mean that he's not making any money off of the pack or anything like that as well. It's like, it's a very, very, mm, He's a weasel, I'm, and, I, and I apologize. He's not actually a weasel. We do know that Chunky is actually a human being. Um, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why are we doing this? Why Why would you think that going after I, I know uh, Rod? You talk about this all the time. Cell phones. Yeah. Why would you think that? Like, even if you think that these people are going after your line, let's let's go with the idea that what these people are saying are lies. What makes you think that targeting this group of black people, when you haven't used this same energy to go after white supremacists and white organizations that have gone after you and probably have caused you more damage, what makes you think that that's going to make you look good in any respect? Um, so the thing for me is
4: this. Um, it It sucks to be lied on. It does. I, I, You know, as our show has grown, you know, you end up in some shit. Um, and, you know, people believe what they believe anyway. But, you know, it does suck to be on the other side of that where you're like, that's not true. Why are people saying that? Right. Um, and it also uh, is is the kind of thing where you would hope if you're on the up and up that people would see that and you can, like, talk to them and get them, you know, whatever. Right. You can get a get everybody on your side. But as your profile raises and more people become aware of you, that becomes much less likely that, you know what I mean? You're just going to have a contingent of people that don't fuck with you. Um, and activism is I, all the activists go through this. Like, it's not just Sean King. You know what I mean? Like Chris said, when we started the show. But what he did was he did the strike sand effect and elevated the critique against him by making this public like I'm suing you. Thing out of it and so now more people are aware of the suspicions of him uh, mismanaging money or in, you know at best right or uh, some people even are saying just flat out taking money and stuff like dog you, why would you do that you kick the goal you kick the ball in your own goal you you were winning you had uh, the North Star was starting this new venture he's doing with uh, I think Benjamin Dixon and some other folks Dog, I think I saw they had almost 90,000 subscribers already signed up for this thing, giving money. What? Why would you even care to bring,
3: like, are you using that money to sue these people? What are you doing? You're working backwards.
2: You, you got to apologize. You gotta apologize for that. I'm sorry. You got to apologize for that. You got to apologize for that. You got to apologize.
3: Uh, what?
2: Wh- which part? You got to apologize for our asking asking the question if he's using that ninety thousand subscriber. Money. Oh,
4: oh yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, if I, I I apologize for um for uh asking uh if where the money is coming from to sue these people. I apologize. I did not mean that. I would never say that. Just the same way, I would never call this man Feds Champton ever. I wouldn't do something like that. Okay, talking about me. Am I a monster? No. Um, but yeah, I just don't understand. You're winning already. Why are you even coming back down to these folks level? They, 19,000 followers? 10,000 followers? They're, I mean, essentially compared to you, they're nobody. You know, and I get why, I get, like I said, I get the impulse to want to defend yourself, but at some point, you have to realize when you're working backwards, you know? So, I don't know. As somebody that's been there, I think, you know, and matter of fact, I know, uh, Jeff and, uh, Fan Bros went through this when it was um fucking what was it uh you already
3: know I'm waiting I'm waiting I'm just waiting <laughs> cuz you know it's a my, my public service announcement cuz it it feels very universal fan connie mm-hmm. to me it feels extremely universal where people y- you can't have it both ways where we talk about having scrutiny over everything that goes on and being able to Hold everyone accountable, especially when it comes to your money. And then when you actually do it, you're tight. Why are you so upset? Like you, this this isn't this isn't a um, you know, in any type of business transaction. Charity is a business transaction, whether people want to admit it or not. It's a business transaction. And me, if I'm giving you money for a certain function, I have all the right to ask where is the money going. You shouldn't be upset. You should be eager. You should be enthusiastic about showing me where the money goes. That way, everything is transparent. You put it on the table, and then people can make their own determinations. I I I don't get. uh, To me, it's almost as if it's a hit dog hollering with him with him always going after quote unquote his own people, as opposed to the people who are actually doing who can really do damage to him. Like, why is it that? the people that he's criticizing all or or that he wants to sue all are black. Like what, what, what part of the game is that?
2: Never, never forget that in 2015, Goldie Taylor in the, in the, in the Daily Beast, literally wrote an article asking, where's the money Sean King? Asking, asking this very question. And, and this is where a lot of the, like Sean King is now suing people who are, who are asking questions and are going off of the things that were written in these previous articles. And so my thing is, if, if instead of attacking these the the, the low hanging fruit, why aren't you actually going after the people who put it out there in the first place, who did the investigative reporting and, and basically said that you, there's no accounting for where the money went? It almost comes off as not almost. That. It comes off. It, it is a bullying technique. You're bullying. You're bullying the same people that you say you're going to help, and it's bullshit. And as other people have pointed out, they don't think he actually wants to go through with it because Discovery's a motherfucker. And I'll be perfectly honest: if I raised thirty million dollars, and if I did that on my own, saying, "Oh well, you know, I did this," and I had, and um, I'll be perfectly honest, and I don't think this is any—I'm um, not going to apologize for this because Sean King has had people that have worked with him who come out here and written whole articles about how he, the way he does business, his books, even if he has not stolen money, are a mess. So when you're accounting for $30 million, do you really want to have people rolling through your books in discovery? No, you don't. Even if you've done nothing wrong, you don't want that because it might be that you didn't steal money, but you might owe some money to the to IRS. You don't well, want that kind of $30 sm-
4: million that he never touched a single penny of, though. Come on now. I mean. But, some,
2: <laughs> but, it, but it goes through some kind of organization, right? It go, somebody, somebody touched it. So
4: he doesn't is- have the usernames and passwords, Chris. I don't think you heard them. You're right. Okay? You're right. You're right. You're <laughs> in right. the clear on this. He You're already right. told us. You're right. You're
2: right. Sean Sean Fed is, is in the clear. It's in the clear. Mm. I,
4: apologize
2: mm, I apologize for that. Right. I apologize for that. I apologize for that.
3: Okay, I accept
2: that. He doesn't the passwords because they're already saved in his Chrome. You should apologize for
3: that. Apologize uh, for that. I say, or I maybe see. face um face recognition, the face ID. I mean, you technically, technically, password.
2: technically, if it's all if it's all digital money, does anybody really touch it?
3: Yeah, are you saying <laughs> that he has a crypto account? <laughs> he has a crypto social. I mean, I did not account?
2: physically, I did not physically touch any of the dollars that were associated with that account. I mean, that's that is
4: technically true. It's technically true. Yeah, it's just, it's just the optics of it, man. Like he, you can't win this kind of war on Twitter, man. I don't know why he would. It just, it feels like everybody kind of got some bad advice that tried to fight this out publicly on social mm-hmm. media. Mm-hmm. Just, just because the people involved don't necessarily care about you. Like I haven't seen a lot of people changing their minds and I have been monitoring like the, like the responses to some of the tweet threads and stuff. And for, for the people that are supporting the folks who got, you know, uh, uh, threatened it's mostly people that already didn't fuck with Sean King. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? It's mostly just uh, people that go, I did not fuck with this dude. I've been telling y'all about this dude. Look at this. Right. But if you go to Sean King's mentions, It's a whole lot of like sue them, okay? It's time for you to like clip what improved that he did it. And I'm like, how the fuck is nobody stepping back and being like, Twitter's not the place where you would handle this anyway? You know, like you're just trying, like you just look bad. Like Sean King looks like a bully, right? Uh, you know, I apologize, but he looks like a bully doing this because he has a bigger platform than these people. The people at best look like uh, you could go where they lied on him. They couldn't prove that he did that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but they also have smaller platforms. They also said the shit months ago. They also didn't go viral. Like, it would just been easier for him to just keep moving, man. It probably cost him more money to hire them lawyers than he would ever make in a fucking court of law for this. It just, I don't know. Everybody just got some bad advice. Let, like it's not the place to fight it out in fucking social
2: media. Well, speaking of bad advice I, is the going to go into the, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, Jeff.
3: No, nah, yeah, I was just going to say, I agree with Rod because I, one of the things that kind of uh, annoys me about this current era that we're in is I think Twitter and social media in general, right? It's great for people who are introverted, even socially awkward, because you can collect your thoughts and put them out and put your, you know, your best face forward. And you can interact on your own time. I think a negative of that is people think now that you cannot settle dispute unless everybody has a a purview into it. It has to be public or else it doesn't count. And that's where we get into this issue where everybody has an ego. And you're you're putting your issues out on social media for a bunch of usernames that you've never met in your life to opine on your issue. And it's it's like being in the in the schoolyard and you have an issue with with a dude or or whoever, a, a man, woman, and it's probably not as big until somebody's in the back, like, yo, you let them say what? If that was me, I'd have smacked the shit out of him. And now you're like, now if I don't. I look like a sucker and it escalates. And that's what happens a lot on social media. And if Sean King was the person that he purports to be, then you take that offline. And I know there was claims that you take, he took it offline and he wasn't satisfied with, from what I read. And if I'm wrong, you know, please feel free to correct me that he, with Clarissa specifically, he took it offline with her, gave her an ultimatum. She called his bluff. And then all of that happened. Right, right. Where if, if if you have that conversation offline, especially for somebody who really can't affect you any more than what you've been what what's been said about you before, you have to show that type of uh, magnanimity and and have those conversations because it's not about you. It's about the movement, right? It's about uh, us attaining a better standard as a people and and dismantling systematic racism and every type of social buzzword that's out there. If it's really about that then you handle it like a, a professional and you handle it as somebody who sees themselves as not bigger than the cause. Because when you do that, then you're, you're putting yourself forward. But that's, that's- and that's- also, when
4: you bring up the whole taking in private thing, the other reason that this went so bad, he started in public to when he was, I'm going to sue some people before mm-hmm. he named anyone he was suing. He was tweeting about it. And I was like, So I can't even take it in good faith that you really meant that you were going to like handle this behind closed doors in a, in a conciliatory way. You're already putting up screenshots, tagging them. Be Like he was like, he, it's like, he really was trying to bully them. And it's like, I, like I said, it's, it's, it's like everyone got bad friends or something. Cause a real friend of Sean King would have said, dude, don't worry about this. Like, I know it feels like it's a big deal. It's not a big deal. You're already. Grinding and winning. If you claim that this work you're doing is so important and that's what you're focused on, this isn't the work. You're just spending money, time, and resources on something that ultimately isn't going to matter, and you're not even going to be able to like make these people like you. You can't make people like you. You can't make people trust you. You can only just let the shit go. So just let it go.
2: The the thing that I found to to back up what you guys are saying, and I'm trying to see if I can find it. Um... One of, um, oh, here we go. It's it's Ernest. Ernest, is, um, Ernest Ernest Owens was one of the journalists that was um that was uh, uh contacted by by Sean King, right? And he did, basically did a thread that basically showed how it all went down. And basically, what happened was. Um, after, it, was, it was like, so after hearing, uh, hearing them from Sean King, and the front of my posts were not accurate. Uh, I, I recant any previous, he did this whole thing that we've been doing about the pre apology right? He went through the whole thing where dealing with, with Sean, right? And he started posting, I, I think it was Ernest maybe it was somebody else. Maybe it wasn't Ernest. I'm looking through this. It's not the thread. Was, one of these guys went through there and actually started showing the emails, uh, thread they had. One of them was Sean King sends him an email. Says you need to do this, and and, then cc the lawyer. So first of all, so here's the first thing, right? I am not a lawyer, but I know enough that if uh, I'm taking legal action against somebody else, I ain't sending the email, my lawyers are. So that's the first thing. The email came from Sean King with Sean cc'ing the other lawyers on there, which makes you think, and I apologize up to this front if I'm wrong about this, but it seems like to me that what Sean did was, because he's worked with these lawyers before, he basically told them, hey, I'm going to try to get these people to, to recant these statements. Can I CC you on this? And I'm not saying that these people should allow him to do this. Can I CC you on these emails? I'll do the legwork. And having you CC'd on there will 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 help boost my cause. Because at no point did any of the lawyers actually say anything, I don't believe. Right? Mm-hmm. So one of the, the guy was like, fine, I'll take it away. Basically apologized that I do not believe that I was that wrong, blah, 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 whatever, right? Sean wasn't happy with the apology. And it was like, well, you have to do it publicly. So then, like you said, going to your idea that this was mean-spirited and about bullying, this wasn't about just getting the truth out there. Sean wanted them to demand that the... Because even the lawyer said, oh, wait, we we won. This worked. This is what you want. you want me to take this stuff out? Sean sent back and was like, no, no, I want a public... And that's when the public posts about Sean uh, right. screenshotting what these people had said with they recanted. That's where it came from. It is a bullying tactic. And the reason why he picked the people he did was because he knew that when you target someone that, you know, doesn't have the, the followers you have, and have the money you have, and you send them an official looking letter that said they can be uh, charged. Like I've seen some people say, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't have deleted the tweets. I'm like, I would have, if I didn't feel like I had the money, if I thought that any way that this man is that vindictive and that he was going to come after me, I absolutely would have deleted the tweets. Cause why would I want to deal with that? Why would, I, even if you win, Again, and this is what really pisses me off about what Sean's doing, and goes back to this idea that uh, uh, he's getting some really bad advice. We know how the legal system is used against black people. Sean King talks all this stuff about how you know I'm fighting for you know against this criminal justice system, blah blah. He knows for a fact the cost of fighting for anything in the legal system, and he's now taking that legal system and using it to threaten these other people, and basically saying that you could try to prove that you're saying isn't wrong and it didn't cause me any harm, but I'm going to drag you through the legal courts and you need to have money to do that. It's a tax. It he, posi- the that
4: is impossible. It, ability- like, it really prove like, um, it really lends itself to the things he's been accused of. And that's why I just didn't understand from a just PR perspective, how you can do this. It's just everything you're getting accused of being about your ego, being petty, being uh, abusive towards uh, black women, um, like it just fits all the stuff that people have been saying about you, and then you go and do it. Like, how did this help you? It didn't help at all.
2: You have em- You have emails and threads from people who work with them, former directors of Justice Together that worked with Sean King, that Sean King apparently led, who have come out and said that the way he does business is wrong. So you have all this stuff here, and now you show this where you were targeting black people. So. To, to go another first it make it even worse then his wife came out and i can't remember what his wife's name is, but his wife came oh wait out. hold on hold on before you get into that and he didn't sue any of those people that's important to mention oh yeah, like, yeah he
4: didn't threaten to sue the people that actually had inside knowledge of like i work with this man and he did these things you would think they would even be on the priority list like so even if you're gonna say i can't afford to sue fox news okay cool but can you afford to sue the people that said you've been stealing for years? Like they also wrote these pieces. Um, Are you going to sue the daily beast? Okay. You can't afford to sue the daily beast. Are you going to sue Goldie Taylor? Like, I don't want him to do these things, but it's just interesting who he picked out of
2: all the people. Again, the daily beast, Goldie Taylor's article that came out in 2015. It is titled, where did all the money Sean King raised for black lives matter go? Not sued, not sued. Not sued. So, um, so when his wife comes out with this stupid ass medium article, says believe black women because she's his wife and she's black. And so, which just a little little aside here, um, black woman, I love you guys to death, I do. But this believe black woman shit, some of y'all are abusing the fuck out of it. All right, because listen, um, Stacey Dash is a black woman. Candace Owens is a black woman. Some of those women that supported R. Kelly were black women. Um, that is not a blanket for you to do things that are harmful to your own community. That's not a blanket. And so her using this article where there's a bunch of black women who have come out and said that directly that Sean King has stolen their work or has used, used their political, their 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 intellectual capital for his own gains. All these black women have come out there and said this for you as a black woman to come out there and say you should believe black, I'm a black woman, you should believe me over everybody. Mm, no, we still got to do a numbers game here. If the overwhelming majority of black women who have interacted personally with Sean King say he's full of shit, you coming out here and saying, well, no, especially when you have a financial gain to say otherwise, like you're his wife, of course you're going to defend him. Like, what are you doing? That, that's not how yeah, that works.
4: I, and I would actually like to leave a little room here um, they could be telling the truth. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I understand that I that's the whole thing. There's not transparency. So y'all might have accounted for every fucking dollar. For for, you know, I, I ain't seen your tax returns. I don't know how your business expenses worked. I don't know it, you know, um how the thing I just know that there's a lot of smoke, right? And when they go believe black women in this case, believe black women isn't. Uh, like you said, Stacey Dash could come up to me and be like, guys, the sun is actually the moon, the moon is actually the sun. That's not how that works. It's just like, give the same credibility you would to any other source. That was the problem. We weren't believing black women, and many people don't believe black women no matter what. So it's like, consider what the fuck I'm saying. Look, You know, like, does it jive with, does it check out factually and all that stuff? Um, because a lot of people will look at what black women say, even when it is checking out factually and be like, I don't believe it. Why? Because a black woman said it. Yeah. By like yeah. Chance Parker said. So so it's not that believe black women is some like Trump car you throw down. It's just like Ali, Ali, oxygen free, uh he's <laughs> right. innocent, and then we gotta be like, well, innocent. She said, he said I mean, our well, didn't do it. I mean, she's so, like, a black woman, so works. you know,
2: yeah, it, no, it doesn't work that way. the other thing too is I wanna say, um, Sean King did he apparently quote unquote hired these four black attorneys to uh, these four attorneys to to represent him. If if I'm constantly being accused of taking money over the last, say, uh, four or five years, you know who I'm hiring. I'm not hiring a fucking attorney. I'm hiring an accountant, and I'm I'm showing everybody. No, no, this is my accountant. He is a accountant for every every penny that comes through any organization i've done or she's a, she's or, or they have they they they're my attorney they have accounted for every any 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 dime that comes through anything i've done that's where it goes they can give you if you have any questions go to them the books are all open that's what that's what i would have done that's what i would have done but it seems like because that's not the 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 standard to go to that again it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't answer the questions right and this definitely doesn't help so I'm not reading the whole thing because the I I saw that that medium post. And I remember you said Rod, Rod, you were like you read the whole thing. I was like, oh hell no! I, I wanted to hit uh, his wife with the uh, and this is going this is going to go in the way back machine. I wanted him with the colon Powell. I ain't reading all that shit meme because <laughs> that shit was a lot. But I did found it. It was an interesting part at the very very beginning where she tries to explain why they went after. Because again, she backs Sean up, on them, and she says she's the one that encouraged him to to sue why they went after these black activists and not white supremacists. And to me, this sums up why they're both full of shit. And I want to apologize because I do not know what their uh, fecal matter intake is. So me saying they're full of shit is just a figure of speech. Um, it is just, it is disturbing. It is disturbing, so disturbing. In fact, that I encourage Sean to seek legal action against those who are spreading the lies. Some have questioned why Sean isn't currently suing the white, uh, the white supremacists who lie on him daily. Why is he suing, suing any black people? First of all, many of the white accounts appear to be fake troll accounts. First of all, if you say that many of them are, that means some of them aren't. So that means there are still some white people that aren't troll accounts that you could sue. Uh, and legally, there wouldn't be much of a case against them anyway, b- because we are struggling to determine who is even behind the accounts. So basically, you're not doing it because it's too hard to do? Um, How do you hire
4: lawyers?
2: Right. That's what you hire <laughs> lawyers for, to do that kind of shit. What is, what is their job? Are y'all
4: See, mm, uh, this is com- completely speculation, but that's why I got the feeling that he, like, emailed these people and cc'd in these lawyers without really making a plan with his lawyers. That's obviously speculation, and I apologize for speculating that. But that's how it feels to me in the wake of, like, what has gone on in the last few days. It feels like he's out there basically by himself and then being
2: like, me and my lawyers. And it's like, is it really you and your lawyers, though? Again if your lawyers are doing some work for you, they are the ones that initial, any lawyer will tell you, I will handle the communication with the people you are suing, not you directly. So that's a first sign right there that Sean Feds might not be
3: right. But whatever. And, I'm- even, and even then, right? Take it, Take it another step. The lawyers would probably be the ones to do the due diligence to figure out who's real who's fake, or ask you a bunch of questions before you go ahead and enact their uh their legal authority, right? Hmm. So it, it, even if you said many of those accounts were troll accounts and you weren't sure, guess who's going to ask you if you're sure? The lawyers. Hmm. Hmm. If you really wanted to attack them, and let's keep it a stack. There's people who have been on the record vocally about uh, challenging everything he's about in writing. Uh-huh. In writing, the, you don't need to be a uh, Hawkeye or the Green Arrow to hit that target.
2: <laughs> yep. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Uh. Hold on. But uh, yeah,
4: she—you uh, yeah. you were going on about uh, how yeah. she was uh saying her, how they chose their targets.
2: Yeah. yeah. So here we go. And here. um. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, even better. So here we go. We keep going with this. Um, legally, we wouldn't be in much a case against them because we can't even determine who's behind the counts. I love this next line. Everyone expects disgruntled white people to make up stories about Sean. That's, that, that's your legal, like, that, that was your legal, oh, well, everybody expects white people to be racist and make shit about Sean, so that's why we didn't go after them. Um, so they're mostly not believed in some of the worst lies from white people and white publications like Brett Bart uh we were told are outside the statute of limitations because they were levied several years ago actually i think for a lot of things like uh if you're going with libel i think the statute of of oh, those are three years so if you really want to do this okay. it's, just, it's just interesting just no, interesting that say, it's just interesting that you yeah, know you waited three years okay all right, cool, all right. um let's say they um let's say that they're right on that
4: and it's been too long um, mm-hmm. There's also this other option, I don't think anyone's really considering. You could not sue anybody. Oh, 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 there, Rod.
2: (laughs) You should go ahead and apologize for that because that assumes they didn't think. Uh,
4: I apologize. I don't know that they actually can technically not sue anybody. They may have an obligation to And actually, we
2: we we should actually apologize because. Technically, uh, we, we, uh, Sean King has not actually sued anybody, so we should actually True. apologize, because he actually hasn't mm-hmm. sued anybody, and all he did was send threatening emails to somebody, so we apologize for
4: suing here. I apologize, yeah, and probably. I accept your apology on the behalf of Sean King and all the uh, Talcum, uh, all the
2: other people out there that are supporting him. thank you we're, we're growing as people through this podcast we, we, we've grown we've grown we, we we changed our ways um we only decided to fight these lies legally last month sadly the lies uh, about sean that that uh, that used to almost exclusively come from white people have now been taken up and carried on by our own people honestly i would use this article i would get my if i had the if, if i was being sued by sean king or having legal action against you by sean king and i had the money I would literally use this article to counter sue, because this idea that these lies are almost exclusively came from white people, I would literally then just go and show Goldie Taylor wrote an entire article, she's not white. There are a Mm -hmm. bunch of articles you literally put in where this stuff does not come from white people, it's black people been asking these questions. So even right here, and this is the thing that I think a lot of people go to the idea that Sean King steals, the work of uh, the, the intellectual capital from black women is he is literally, he has literally erased the black women in the black queer community that he is uh, supposedly taken work from. He literally erases them and basically says that none of what they did is, is, is true and came from from, came from them. Um, uh, so well, the last, Um, what's funny though, uh, ironically, the,
4: the, he's not black shit that came from like the daily caller and bright bar mm-hmm. and stuff. I remember, those articles back in the day um but he's not suing over that but those are the people you're not suing you know like it's it's like how can you i guess i I don't understand how you can sue not sue the source even if the statute of limitations is up if you can't sue the source then it's like why sue anybody Hmm. you know what i mean i got it from like they got it from them now i'm not saying that that's cool you know it's kind of it's actually is kind of fucked up that People dislike this nigga so much that they was like, the Daily Caller might be on or something.
2: Right, right, but right, right. But, how, fuck, how fucked up um, is, is your life, where black people are like, you know what? We don't usually fuck with the Daily Caller, but in this case, yeah,
0: keep
4: the party like, I, going. I, I feel him on that. It's one of the reasons I actually never really kind of yeah, went, went at him too hard about that because it did feel wrong to be like Breitbart right, to my attention. <laughs> you might not be a black person, um, but all the other shit. Is what you should be concerned about, and it seems like uh, one of the things. Uh, it seems like with this, the, this latest threats or whatever, it seems like a lot of it's based around like people saying he raised money for like Centoya Brown, right? Mm-hmm. And apparently, he's like, "I didn't raise any money. I never even said that." And so that's the one solid, rock solid case. I guess he feels like he has, and that might be true. Maybe you didn't say those things, but.
0: Is that really that
4: damaging to your reputation compared to I don't know a bunch of people you worked with ex 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 members of your organizations coming out and talking about you? Is that as damaging as the Daily Beast article Goldie Taylor wrote? It, like what exactly is the real damage that you want to you want to mitigate here? Cuz it feels like even his wife was conflating issues by being like y'all took this stuff from the Daily Caller and these right-wing sites like yeah they yeah they took that he's not black stuff, but the misappropriation
2: of funds, that was from people around him. But but that's the thing that's what that that's the thing that makes this whole. Um, let me finish this. And I'm gonna go back to that because that's the thing that stood out to me in the and in, in why I stopped reading her post because it became very very clear to me that her and Sean King are manipulating their followers to generate fucking uh, uh, sympathy by conflating the fucking issues of it, there's a very big disconnect between what they're saying they're suing for and why they're suing and why they're taking legal action and what they've actually taken a supposed legal action against. So she says uh, over the past few weeks we've literally seen black folks post memes and lies about Sean that were literally created by white supremacists, our people are now doing their work. So basically what she's saying is that black people don't have their own autonomy and that we basically only are attacking Sean King because white people did it. Um, the issue, when you read down to what, uh, just going off of what um the people that Sean King sent these letters to and attacked and what his wife pulled out, because the wife at one point points out, you know, things like you know, people not uh, challenging his and being black challenging. It was one of the things who, claiming that, uh, you know, we're tired of people claiming that he took the work of, of, of black, of black, uh, black women and, and black uh, the black queer, queer community. None of that is what he's actually he's never gone after anybody who said any of that stuff. There's only three people. There's only three three examples that Sean King has gone after. One is that Sean King didn't raise any money directly. That directly word is very key for Santoya Brown. That he didn't keep any of the hundred thousand dollars that was raised for the tip for Jasmine Barnes' family for finding her killers, and that he got paid for views. He gets paid for every view of his Facebook videos. Those are the only three things that he's actually going after people for, because I believe those are three things that you can, he can easily prove that are false. Right, but when you look at what the black community says about Sean King, these are not their; these are not the major points. The reason why the Santoya Brown and the Jasmine Barnes thing came up is because people do not like the fact that Sean King seems to insert himself into the thing. That's what it. And there is no, probably, no real legal case for it. A lot of people don't have an actual legal case against Sean King, which is why nobody's actually gone and tried to sue Sean King. What people have a problem with is he's not a good dude. We do not believe like the, the thing with um. Jasmine Barnes is, people didn't like the fact that Sean King was talking to the police. Sean King was like, they, they, Sean King said they were working with police. Sean King is not suing people who are said that he worked with the police in the Jasmine Barnes case. He is suing people who saying that he has kept any of the money. That is a very unique difference here. He's not suing anybody who said that he, Sean King took our intellectual work. Because some of those, um, the uh, they're not just the Democrats, whatever that group he has, that they used to have, that have come out and spoken up against them now, they have, they have, they have literally listed out. Like one of the women was like 19 years old when she met Sean. Sean King's like our age. Sean King's in his 30s, so he's dealing with young uh, 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 activists who are in their teens, 19, 20, and they're excited to work with somebody who they believe is doing work for them and, and will work with them. And instead like it was uh what was it? It's adjusted together. And they all came out and basically said that Sean King like he 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 didn't do the work. They were yeah, trying to do work.
4: Heard, like people were assuming I mean not assuming accusing him of uh like claiming that he would house like organizations and that, mm-hmm. like for, for rent-free and, and then just like basically welching on the deal. And stuff like that and they had like screenshots of DMs with him and stuff like yeah. It, it, there's so much smoke around the dude you would think if you were planning to prove that hey there's a lot of smoke there's not fire you would think you would start with some of that stuff not a random tweet You just it just it was just a really bad decision not to mention Sean King kind of does for a living go on Twitter and accuse people of shit that's his thing That is literally his thing. Like, he's gotten it wrong a couple times, too. And I ain't see a bunch of fucking retractions and apologies and shit. It's just delete the tweet and move on.
2: Like, I I don't, I just don't understand what he's doing, man. Here's what Justice Together said. Again, the former director of Justice Together, which is like, I want to say it's like 10, 15 people that signed signed this medium post were like, nah, yo, this is what Sean did. Sean King's not here for us. We had a great. The end, kind of, with this. We had we held a great deal of respect for Sean King. Honestly, we are grateful that King launched Justice Together because without the steps that we would not have connected as a team. Ultimately, King is a great reporter and motivator, but he lacks the necessary skills to lead a platform like Justice Together. He silenced dissent without productive discussion. He removed volunteers for speaking up due to his self promote paranoia. He repeatedly failed to meet his own timelines for his participating in the work, and he failed to de- delegate or discuss internally anything of consequence within the organization. These are the kinds of, this is the actual stuff that drives most of the conversation about Sean King. This kind of work. It's the other stuff that Sean Sean King is suing for right now or or starting legal action for. It comes out of other things and and questions people have about other things, but he does not answer these things here. His wife does not answer things like this. Neither one of them have answered these kinds of claims. They have not responded to these kinds of claims. They just ignore them and then they do this thing where they say, "Oh no, these people, these black people are just confused uh and doing the work of white supremacists." Mind you, uh when you read when you look at his timeline, there are some black people that retweet retweeted stuff and back him up on this stuff, but it also seems like there's a lot of white people too or people that don't actually have um avatars, real 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 pictures for their avatars. Weird. Mm. Weird. You know? So this like I said, man, fuck Sean King. Fuck Sean King. I'm sorry, dude. Like this isn't this is not it. Maybe maybe these three things that you're you're going after these people for were wrong, but you haven't answered all the other plethora of 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 accusations against you, some of which aren't like, you know, yeah, you stole money. Yeah, yeah. No. He made a good point. It's like, yeah, I mean if I stole like this kind of money, yo, the the you know, the government would be after me. You know, that's a that's a that's a felony. People come in. You're right. You're right. But you can steal you can steal a black woman's work. Yeah. You can you can yeah, use you, you can use the you can use the capital.
4: Plagiarizing?
2: Didn't you get accused of like straight up plagiarizing? So I shit? Funny, it was funny about that, right? He was accused of yeah. plagiarizing. I think it was for the Daily Caller. The Daily Caller got rid of him. But then the Daily Caller came back and was like, Well, no, it was actually the editor, so they fired the editor, so he's still there. But guess what? I don't think anybody got sued for that. Right. It just, it just, yeah. it just seems weird to me that the people that I think have the largest ca- the biggest case against him he doesn't sue but he decided to pick on the the, the you know the the, 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 the the weakest people he could find the people the people he knew that he could bully into deleting tweets because they didn't have the they didn't have they don't have the the financial means to go after him it's just like it's fucking full of shit and, yo
4: and i would just like to reiterate right here what i said at the beginning What does this do for you, even if you can make it happen? I don't understand. Help me understand what getting these four people to issue a retraction on Twitter would do for you. Do you think it's going to turn all the people who think something sketchy is going on with you into supporters? You know, you see what I'm saying? Like, is it going to make um, it's not even going to make people stop accusing you of shit. I've seen more accusations since this shit like more <laughs> like it's made more people want to be like oh i got something to say you know it's not making people stop picking on you about being possibly a white dude it i don't understand what he thought could happen and if you even if you went to the court of law and like okay are well, you plan to get some money nothing is going to fix your reputation for you uh, and this just injured it further you know and i is. feel i feel bad for those people who have been targeted by this stuff and i do and i absolutely do understand the point because i don't think it is okay just because it's twitter to go and make shit up or lie on people i think that's actually kind of fucked up and i think we'll we won't be able to have a discussion about it now but the fact is something happened with accountability uh in in a lot of spaces via twitter where it's kind of like you're rewarded for retweets you're rewarded for likes and so it kind of can eat itself where people start saying shit. That's absolutely like, I'm just trying to say this because it's the most bombastic thing I can say. And it gets the most attention, but is it really actually factually true? And you know, we were playing fast and loose with that, but you took the onus off of them by suing those people in a way that actually makes it makes them the victim again. It's so, so stupid. Well, I
2: think, and again, this is me. I apologize if I am incorrect in my assessment that I'm about to say right here. Um, but to me, it's because this is exactly what Sean King wants. Sean King's entire existence seemed to come off of, and it just goes off to a lot of things that happened on Twitter. Sean King's whole existence seemed to come off of attention. It's not being genuine. To bring up Universal FanCon, for instance, let's go here. You know, Jamie and Rob and the people that were at the top of that, they weren't they did not have a genuine interest in actually you know, doing something for the culture. If they did, they would have taken that $56,000 they raised in the Kickstarter done a little convention and grown from there. No, they were interested in, more in the idea of doing this great bombastic super convention with all these celebrities because that was that's what the, what, the attention is what would interest them. That, and that's just, I don't, that, I don't, I'm going to apologize for this. That's Sean King. Sean King is more about the attention and being in the forefront than being right and making sure that the people around him Because it, it becomes very obvious when you read things like what the uh, just together said where Sean King would have all the, uh, and you see, you've seen it before Sean King would come up with all these great ideas. Oh, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. Then you ask six months later, you know, wh- whatever happened to that? Oh, he moved on to something else. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not about actually doing the fucking work. It's not about doing the work because the work needs to be done. It's not about doing things like, being an activist is a thankless job. Sean King does not believe in that doing a thankless job. When his wife wrote that article, you know what he did? He then went about, and I hate when people do this shit. It, he went by and then retweeted everybody who was who was supportive of the article. I hate when people, I'm like, you don't really give a shit. You're about the attention. That's what you want. It's one thing to sit there and re- reply to him. I go, hey, thank you for, thank you very much for this. Thank you for this. You know, it, it, every now and then, when you retweet every person that's talking about it, it I, I just start going, what are you really doing? Oh, it's
5: He's about paranoid,
4: and he has rabbit ears, dog. He got Twitter is horrible for people that are like paranoid like that. Not, and for the record, you know, I get why a lot of activists would be paranoid. You know, I do believe that that dude probably has had some death threats. He probably has had some um, you know, he's, he's you know, I'm sure that he's had some shit that Absolutely. has happened to him. Um, especially at the start of all this shit, you know. Um, and I get it. Uh shit, I know friends that have, you know, I've been friends with people that are activists and you know, there's there's like a level of like scrutiny and shit that they're under all the time that I think is not healthy and that's one of the cost of being an activist and being a public person is a bunch of people always up in your shit, you know, and especially when you come to activism, you got like feds and at list watch list and all kinds of wild shit out there, right? I get it, but you need people in your life that you surround yourself with that are like, "Dog, is this is not healthy? This is not real. You can't make everyone agree with you, and if you do this shit, you're really gonna kick a hornet's nest." That's all he needed—just someone that could sit down with him, tell him that, and he will go. You know what, dog? You're right. That's it. How do you not have those people around you? You're this far in the game because he's out. He's the kind of dude that like uh, he had me blocked for years on Twitter. I don't even talk about this nigga. Mm-hmm. You don't know, like, I, like I don't know what he had heard or what, like what joke I made or whatever made him be like no. But he, but that's the kind of thing. And what's weird is when I mention it on our podcast, like yeah, this nigga got me blocked and I ain't even do nothing to him. I magically got unblocked, hmm. you know, at, at the today, I guess I'm getting blocked again, but it's like, I don't understand how he can't see that this is, it's just bad to do. And you got to stop listening to everybody. I, when we, uh, when we, uh, with the blackout tips, when our podcast are getting a little bit more, you know, exposure and, you know, people start talking about us and stuff, you know, back in the day, I would go like on social media or Google or whatever and search our name, like, Oh, let's see who's talking about the show. And, you know, oh, that's cool. They like this. They like that. But eventually you get big enough to where there's some people that are like, I don't like the show. I don't like them. I don't like this person. And, you know, you get too big. All of a sudden it's like, I I hate this motherfucker. I hate everything about these motherfuckers. And I was like, I had to stop looking for that stuff, you know, because eventually it's just emotional cutting. I'm now, I know the result. It's not going to be hundred percent positive, no matter how positive it is. The one or two negative things I see are going to injure me. They're going to emotionally hurt me to read that someone saw a thing I created and didn't like. So now the onus is on me, right? Like I can control my actions and not go searching for these things. I have to understand what kind of person I am and value myself and value my own mental health and stay away from some of these negative things. You know, and I'm not talking constructive criticism. I'm not talking about relationships and friends. I'm just talking about motherfuckers that just don't like. Well, you're an activist a million fucking followers, dude. You're raising money all the time that you never touch and never have the passwords to. But you're somehow involved with these causes and promoting them all the fucking time. Some people aren't going to like you. I haven't found an activist yet that everybody likes. You know, Uh, whether it be DeRay, Netta, uh, Blair Imani, uh, it, it doesn't fucking matter who the activist is. Somebody out there is like, I can't stand that motherfucker. Right. That's what activists do. You agitate, you activate. You're going to have some people that don't fuck with you. So the the fact that you will have this paranoid, egomaniacal moment of I'm going to sue people into fucking supporting me, liking me or being quiet is so delusional. And how do you not have a friend, a confidant, man, even your wife, I hate to bring her in it, but she put herself in it. Even your wife should have been like, Sean, this ain't it. It's not going to work. So we got to let this go and concentrate on the work we're doing that we think is positive. That's the answer. It's the only fucking answer. Too many motherfuckers are in activism because they want to be liked. They want to be a social media star. They want to be on TV and shit. And that's just not the gig. You might, that might happen, but you're not going to be universally liked. No one is. And the more, and matter of fact, the more your work, your, the more people your work reaches, the less fucking people you're gonna be liked by, that's what happens. So, th- it's been a complete disaster. I, I like it's infuriating that somebody
2: would 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 think this would work. It's just it's so preposterous. Well, this is gonna talk because we're gonna move on to the. <laughs> I'm calling this "great moments of male privilege." We're gonna talk about this Gillette ad that get turned men um, all crazy, but um, it, it kind of suckers into this because it, it goes back to what we we're saying before: is um, people. <sighs> there's something about the way the world works today where because of the internet and I love the internet. I love what it it's brought, but it, it's brought this thing where people aren't genuine anymore and everybody does everything for attention. Like everything people do has to be, it's like when you, when you go on Twitter and you see people who do something nice for like a homeless person, like they give them, you know, they bought a homeless person for some food or something like that. It's like, why'd you get the filming? Why'd you hit the it? Why would you get the it? why did not you just do that job? Like, it's, and it's because people feel like whatever they do has to get some kind of validation from 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 uh, uh, people uh, 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 they don't know, from, from the public. It has to get some kind of validation. That's what is here with him. If Sean King's really doing the work and their work, work is all that really matters, what, what, did, did, and you've been doing this work, people have been, people. honestly, to be perfectly honest with you, people are not going harder at Sean King today than they were back in 2015. They're not. Absolutely not. If he had said nothing here, him and his wife said nothing here, they would go about their business and been fine. She makes claims about how they lost, he's lost out in speaking gigs and blah 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 blah. I think that she's going back all the way back to 2015, and when there were there were literally threats and things like that against him. But I don't think there's anything to show that what's happened in the last month or so, when they made the decision to go after people legally, that has actually done anything. They can't show that. But what it is 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 about he needs people to. Support him. He needs people. They need people to pat them on the back. Cause a lot of the stuff he does, he'll write articles, right? And if you ever read a Sean King article, they're not really good. They're not. But they're written in a hasty, rush fashion because Sean King needs to get ahead of him. And beat up Like when he inserted himself into the 2015, uh, 2016 election. Oh, I think Hillary Clinton and 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 in trouble are the same side of the or, or the same side of the uh, uh, different sides of the same coin. And he supported Bernie, but then he couldn't answer any of the problems that Bernie actually has, and didn't say any of that stuff. He just hopped in the bandwagon. That's what Sean King does. He wants to get a, He wants to put. He, he has to insert himself in the conversation and to, to 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 make this broader than just Sean King. He's not the only one. A lot of people do that shit. A lot of people do that shit. A lot of people do things and have to do things. And this is where we're going to get into this Gillette ad where. You know, um, so if you haven't seen this Gillette ad, you, you, both of you guys have seen the Gillette ad, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've seen it. I'm not going to play it because you really need to, it, it's really visual. If you haven't, just go on the YouTube and find the Gillette. The, 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 the Gillette ad is basically just saying, you know, we believe the best men can be. And it's basically saying that over the generations, you know, you know men haven't treated women correctly. We haven't treated ourselves correctly. We haven't, we haven't lived to the best that men can be. We should do better. And the back half of the ad actually shows you men being better. It shows you men speaking up as, as stopping other men from catcalling women. It shows you literally the, the entire ad, really the, the background of the entire ad is this young boy being chased by other boys. And it ends with another man stepping in and stopping that boy from being chased down and bullied. All right. So it shows you men doing better. Some men lost their goddamn minds. I'm a. Uh, not surprised by this, but I'm gonna play this. This is from Joe Rogan talking about this. Uh Joe Rogan apparently didn't understand what the, the purpose of the ad was. And it pretty much sums up what how dumb men can be and and, and how easily they're missing the oh, yeah. fucking point with this uh this ad. And I, I just don't want to fucking stand it. It's just ridiculous.
5: Just rapist piece of shit. And oh well, sorry, Here fast right. man. Yeah, they're trying to do that with this new uh Gillette commercial. You seen that Gillette commercial? I heard about it though. you can shave your buddy or something. No, no, all these guys are really mad because it's like an anti-masculine Gillette commercial. It makes like every man look like a misogynist piece of shit. It's it's such a disturbing commercial It's like over and over again men doing douchey shit like hey, bro. Aren't you selling razors? Yeah (laughs) What are you doing you changing the world with your shitty fucking advertiser based (laughs) philosophy? What are you doing? Like what are you doing? Who fucking green-lit this? I know if I was at Gillette I'd be like yo 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 guys People get hair, they want to fucking shave it. It's not that complicated. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to fix Imagine if you're a sexist, rapist piece of shit, and you see that Gillette commercial like, damn, i got to switch my game up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been too much of a dick. Like, <laughs> Does anybody think that Gillette commercials are somehow or another in any way, shape, or form going to affect culture? It's bad. You're selling...
2: White dudes are so dumb. But men in general are dumb, too. Um, It's amazing to me. I I do agree with him
4: that rapists are probably not watching the Gillette ad and not going to rape. I I do have to give him credit where it's due.
2: I apologize Uh, to Joe Rogan here. I'm sorry
4: to Joe Rogan that Chris would even imply that that's not true. Okay, so go ahead, Chris. You're you're, you're
2: you're right, you're right, you're right. It's just just funny to me because I've been dealing with men... Uh, I feel like, especially with something like this, it's so funny, it's the point of the Gillette ad, right? The women should have to deal with this. the men should speak out on this kind of stuff. It's been funny to me watching men only see the men doing wrong things in the ad. When you watch this entire ad, you see men like Terry Crews speaking out against sexual assault. You see things, you, there's, there's literally a, a video that I've seen other men share, which is literally a black man talking to uh, other young boys about what it means to be a man and how it means to stand up and protect it and, 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 and respect women. It's a viral ad that on its own, people would've been like, oh, that's great, that's, what, that's, what, that's how you gotta do. like put it in the ad and all of a sudden now, it's like, oh, they make men look terrible. The whole ad is basically saying as men we should make sure that the younger generation grows up doesn't make the mistakes we make and that they learn how to be better men than we are. How's that a how was is, how is that a bad ad? How was is, how is that a how's that an offensive ad to men? Well, I don't think it
3: was an offensive ad to men. I think it triggered a lot of men who participated or were the victims of that type of Toxic masculinity, what we're calling it now. Uh seeing some of the things, I I know I watched it and you have that initial visceral reaction, like, yeah, I got I got bullied or whatever, but it 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 built character. It it was a part of life. But we never stop and consider, yo, it might have been fucked up. We that probably shouldn't have happened. And yeah, it was a part of your your uh, childhood experience. But maybe that if somebody stopped it, you could have had a better childhood experience or a more evolved childhood experience. And a lot of men, I think, have to reconcile with how they grew up and how ingrained those that side of masculinity, the negative side of masculinity is in day-to-day life where it could be second nature to do a lot of those things that we see. Where we see kids fighting and we're like, oh, they're, they're, you know, they're getting that out of their system. It ain't nothing. Or dudes catcalling women or grabbing women by the side. I've I've told the story many times where when and I'm sure it was like that with with, with y'all too, growing up, <laughs> you know, talking about courting women, it was, you know, grab her arm to talk to her, but just don't grab it too strong. Don't hurt her, but like pull her in. Like that, that that's the type of things that we would see. and and, and it would be like, it would be taught. And it was, it was cool because that's what it, that's what it was. But we didn't, we didn't realize it because that's the way masculinity was projected to us. And a lot of these dudes, instead of internal, because as men, it's difficult for us to internalize and process these things without lashing out because you don't want to be perceived as, a bad person, as somebody who would be a, a a purveyor or somebody who perpetuates toxic masculinity. But the truth is, men and women are victims and have been susceptible to it for generations. And and it, and, it, and it's it's also funny to me that Gillette is just saying we're we're the best the best that a man can uh, can get, uh, but we could be better. Let's be better in
2: these ways. We're great, but let's be better. Nah, fuck and men, you. And, let's be and, better. And, and men are like, nah, not all. Men. I saw what somebody do you
5: said,
2: mean, like, be better. I saw somebody answer that with, like, this is men going, not all men. <laughs> men can be better. Not all men. Like the only time men will men <laughs> will accept the not all men thing is basically when we're right. being told we can be better. No, you're absolutely right. It's it's it is. It's definitely that because when you see the defense that men have, it's like when you see, um. Uh, uh, people, adults who defend, uh, spanking kids, right? And why? Well I, well, I did it, and then you're like, yeah, you were traumatized as a kid, you were assaulted as a kid, and your parents were assaulting. Right. And nobody wants to admit that that was wrong, and so we are holding on to these traditions. To go into the bullying thing, I actually saw it because it was a stupid little something again. You see all the stupid shit. On it. So this dude on this one post about this, it was a, a picture of a dude who responded to this ad by pulling out guns. And posting pictures with his guns and two kids. Well, his two sons had guns. But then I wanted to point out, I was like, the daughter was in the video too, but she didn't have a gun. I'm like, so if you're talking about, okay, whatever. I might even go, I might even go to that, that route. But it's just like the idea that you thought you, you yeah. watched a Gillette ad and your first instinct is to run and get your guns. Uh, whatever. So Yo, on this post. Not for
3: nothing. Those were some John Wick guns. I'm not going to hold you. Those were some John. I was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, th- we see all the bad things, but.
2: I was like, wait who are you? I was like, what are what are those? What are those? What are you doing? Like I was just like, why do you even have that? Like, what are you doing? Like what are you what are you like it didn't make any sense. So here we go. Here is um what this dude, Michael Campbell, said. Not the dude who posted a picture with the guns, but is how re- he was responding because people were like, Hey, yo, all the ad is basically saying is, hey, we should stand up against bullying. We should stand up against catcalling. You know, we should stand all the things that we should stand up against, here's his reaction to the bullying. There's nothing there's nothing actually wrong with boys bullying boys to a certain degree assuming that they're around the same age and that the bullying doesn't actually cause any adverse physical harm. And I don't mean a fistfight, I mean like crippling a kid. I I, I just to stop right there. <sighs> are we really doing this right now? We're really saying that bullying doesn't have an effect on kids.
3: Okay. He said physical, he didn't mean he didn't mention mental or emotional. Well no no,
2: he says fistfights are okay though. He means he's got to, you actually, not just adverse physical harm, meaning like you bully a kid to the point that they're crippled. But if you just like, you know, poke them around a little bit every now and then, and they're not crippled, it's okay. These are the same dudes who slap box. And then when they get caught one time, they want to fight for Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) It provides a dual purpose insofar as it teaches young boys to stand up for themselves against aggressors. And it teaches bad seed boys that eventually they're going to take it, it Take it hard for trying to harm others. No, it does not do any of that. The anvil and fire that product, that produce, that produce better, more well-rounded men who can fulfill one of their primary purposes in life, purposes in life and that of being a father who can um, protect his family and not afraid to do so. You know what it also does? It also creates a, a situation where that kid that gets picked on or the bully or decides they're going to, you know, take it a step further, go get some guns to blow fucking school. It just don't feel weird to me that, you know, it's all mental health, mental health, mental health. Whenever a school shooter shoots about health, shoots about school. But then you get things like, hey, maybe we shouldn't bully. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Can't stop and bullying. The,
0: the,
4: the bigger picture to me is that these guys like Joe Rogan, Adam Carolla, they cater to these uh, white male, um, like, uh, fragile dudes. Mm-hmm. And their platforms don't start off this way, but they all end up the same, like, alt-right platform. Mm-hmm. Like, all of them. And it's kind of telling, right? Because then you have to think, where is this coming from? The problem is white dudes, you know, uh, not saying there's no black dudes that have problems because, you know, obviously the bigger problem is just dudes in general, but specifically this type of white male catering leads to this, like, it's an attack on me that you think, uh, there's anything wrong with the way men are right now, you know, which is ridiculous, you know, um, Not to mention, uh, these scenarios they paint with the rose-colored glasses of, like, bullying being some, like, uh... (laughs) Character building thing? Yeah. Being, like, Back to the Future and shit, where you punch Biff, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I guess he learned a lesson. He's
2: not a coward. (laughs) Um, Oh. I appreciate him for standing up for, you know, all I wanted you to do was stand up for yourself. Now I respect you. It's like, that's not how it works.
4: Yeah. That's not not even how that shit really works all the time. And, um you still learn um, some bad traits through that, that that uh, physical resolution to conflict is one of the first go-tos. Um, that is something that sticks with you at that young age. And you wonder why these, once they're men, they're beating their women. They're beating their spouses. They're beating their children. Um, they're fighting other men. Um, you know, it's very telling that they look at black people as a subculture that has a horrible we have a horrible culture and that's why our children turn out bad. But at the same time, they glorify the violence within their own community. You know, I don't understand how um, like they think like he goes as long as it's, as far as it goes. But that's the thing about bullying that you learn. If there is no fucking it would if, they, if people respected rules, there would be no bullying.
3: You don't bully somebody within the parameters. Motherfucker, that's not how that would work. I challenge you to a,
2: I challenge you to a duel. And, we, and, yeah. we, and we, we, we only slap bots uh, only only in the chest, not the face, uh, open hand only. Like, that's not how that fucking shit works at all.
1: Yeah,
4: stop glorifying stupid shit. And, and so the last thing is, he goes, well, we'll have more real-rounded kids if they, like, bully and getting fights and shit. But here's the thing. You've been doing that for fucking centuries. You know what actually calls a well-rounded adult male? Is if you take a boy and go, solve this shit with your words. Okay, tell him how, why do you feel this way? What is making you do this thing? Express yourself. Because we don't get challenged to that. You know, we normally get challenged to like punch him in the face or channel this through some sport. Like go play football or we'll put you in a fucking military academy. Like we always channel it through some type of like violence. Nah, the revolutionary thing is to take that kid and be like, express yourself. Why are you hitting someone? Explain to me where this is coming from.
2: Well, it, explains, you know? it explains why men take so long when it comes to relationships. Men are so uh, emotionally stunted in, in early relationships. Like Women try to figure out why women are ready, more ready to settle down and be in relationships than men. A lot of times yeah. it's because we go through our entire childhood being not being told to express our feelings. And most of the
4: time, where the fuck do the bullies learn it from? Home, where they're being hit or abused. Mm-hmm. Why are you fucking... These fucking idiots. And I know why he's promoting it. And I hate to be cynical, but as a podcast creator... He's doing it because he's catering to a fucking audience that he's pandering to. He's not. This isn't oh. even genuine from him. It's pure, like, yeah, bro, alpha male. These fucking cucks, you know, uh, they're doing that shit, and 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 they're just making money from these suckers. These fucking white dude suckers that pay to make Joe, the, the, to see Joe Rogan smoke weed on the air and bemoan diversity and shit.
2: Well, yeah, no, Joe Rogan falls into that. I call it that in-between category where it doesn't go full right. Every now and then he'll go and be, oh, yeah, no these right-wing people are full of shit. But then he also does, he, he, you know, it's the Bill Maher thing. It's the Bill Maher thing where it's like he, he he's a liberal on enough topics that white males care about. So he's not a Nazi and he's not that bad. But when it comes to things like other people getting a shot, not at all. It's not there, and that's where Jill working falls in on. Um, to go back to this, thing, because because dude doesn't stop there with this. The this, this thing goes, As a treating girls as sex objects that stopped being a thing before most here were born. What on this earth? <laughs> it must be must be Earth two. Must be Earth two. Yeah. Men see women in a sexual light, and women see men in a sexual light. There's nothing at all wrong with that. No, he looks at a woman and says. Her only purpose in life is sex outside the losers who have to use prostitutes. While a man may see a woman in a highly sexual vet light, he will generally value her for other things as well. I, again, like, but this is, but the thing, I, the reason why I've read this is because this is how men, these men actually think this. Like, you have enough arguments with these men who, why they had a problem with this article, this, this ad and this, the Gillette basically saying, hey, no, men, we can do better. We can raise our, we can raise our boys better. Because nobody wants to admit and look at their own behavior and say, oh, no, no, we, we, we have messed up. You know, the, the, that up. You know, as far as I'm concerned, this dude is basically saying sexism doesn't exist anymore, which is just as dumb as saying racism doesn't exist anymore. Of course it does. See evidence of that all the fucking time. What are you talking about? You know? Well, that's that delusional
3: idealism to think that because you may be like that, that the majority are like that. And if the majority were like that, then a lot of things wouldn't be happening the way they happen. I mean, this, you know, didn't didn't somebody say that um King realized his dream in the Boston Globe?
2: Yeah, that was a was new one. That like yeah, that? yeah, racism, racism. Is King King saw it. Is it's over and done with now? We're just like, La- ladies
3: it. and gentlemen, we got him.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> racism, guys, we got it. We got him. <laughs> we solved it. We solved it. It's good. It's done. But no. It, but 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 you're right. This is exactly what. This is exactly the kind of thing that happens. And I'm just like, you know, it, it it was making me so angry. Like this week I've been really angry. One, because the government shut down and the fact that the Republicans are just don't seem to really give a shit about anything. Like, you know, but two, what I realized is, and, and this happens always to men, especially, and this is why I love, I want to bring the topic up when I have two other men on here. How many times have you guys had this happen? Because this happened to me too when I was talking about this ad and other things like this. You have some man come in there and be like, you're only saying this to get pussy, or you're only saying this to get props from women.
4: And Oh, I've
0: had it happen
4: before. It it hasn't happened lately, but uh, yeah, more times than
2: I can count. Yeah, and, for sure. And I, I started thinking about that, right? Because I didn't even go off on the dude. Because dude, then, people went off on him, and he came back and apologized for it. I just didn't even respond to him. like, go fuck yourself. Like, I don't accept your apology. Because it was a dumb thing to say to begin with. But I was thinking about it and I was like, it goes back to kind of what we were talking about before with, you know, Sean King and the, uh, you know, not being genuine, needing attention. I feel like in this, in in the way things have, have moved, so many people have, are lacking real empathy. And what real empathy is, is caring about somebody else and what other people are going through, even if it has nothing to do with you. And I don't think a lot of people have true empathy. You know, a lot of people will feel bad and oh yeah, like you're, you're seeing it now with the government workers and you, know, you see some Trump supporters going, oh, well no, I thought he was going to hurt other people, not me. I'm like, so now you give a shit because now you're hurting. Yeah, but when let me we,
4: tell you something as an empath. You're right. Most people don't have it. Be, it's fucking weird when they decide that, that they're going to have some. It's very telling because people's empathy is selective. I think all empathy is selective, but it's very telling who you select to to bond with and to mm-hmm. feel bad for, and even more telling who you decide to not feel bad
2: for. Because here's the thing: as a man, you can sit there because well, some people were like, "Oh no, man!" It's like I don't, you know, I I don't rape women and I don't do these things, so I'm fine. So we as men don't need to do better because I'm not all men. I'm not. Do-. I'm like, yeah, but do you do you do you call it your your boys when they do this shit? Do you, you call it men, do you, like, what are you doing to make sure other men follow down the path you're going to? You're not. Could you can sit there in your little world and pretend like it, because it doesn't directly affect you, you can sit there and just ignore it. And so many people don't, I don't think a lot of people have, especially in this internet age, I don't think a lot of people have genuine interactions with other human beings. And what I mean by that is that you don't expect to get anything from. I'm gonna use an example to stay with me, guys. Here, but yesterday we did a nerd off, right, Rod? We did. We, how many? How many? How? When did we start doing nerd offs?
4: Uh, it's gotta be three, three, four years now.
2: Right, three, four years. All right, I do the nerd off with Rod. Rod, that it was one of the first shows he put together for his premium network. Um, we do it like at least two, try to do two every month. Um, I, I, I've missed a handful of them, (laughs) like maybe like literally a handful of of these Mm. shows, but I've always, I've I've tried to always be there. Right. Uh, Rod asked me to be on, I get on there. We end up going from somebody's two to three hours on these shows. Right. In order for me to do that, I usually, especially now that I work, I wake up super early in the morning, like four o'clock in the morning, get out of the house, get to work, work by eight hours, come home, then talk to Rod for three hours. I, I don't ask Rod for money. I'm not doing it because, you know, it's gonna, you know, it, it's gonna get me, you know, exposure or anything like that. I do it because I, it's, 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 I, I know that every two weeks, it's my two to three hours to talk to my friend Rod, my friend Karen, Aaron from Black House, or anybody else is going to be on there, and I enjoy that. Like I, I that, it, that is only reason I'm doing. It. I'm not doing it to get exposure. I'm doing it because you know I. You know, he needs help. He wanted to help. And if I can help and then also talk to my friends, that's, that's, that's it. Three right. years from now, I'm not going to hit Rod and be like, yo, you know what? Invoice time. You need to hit me up for this money because <laughs> I give you my intellectual cat." Because it's not about that shit. I'm not doing this. shit. I'm not, I mean, gonna, get a, I'm not gonna get a medium piece about gonna,
4: unpaid labor.
2: Right, and right, right. The podcast, yeah. Sean King, I right. right, right, right. You're not gonna get you're not gonna get you not gonna get a, a medium piece. I'm not gonna hit you up with four lawyers <laughs> saying that you owe me X amount of money for the last five years. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that shit. And I'm saying that right now on the podcast, but it's just like because it's like, dog, it's like like there have been times when you hit me I've hit you up. You know, I, right. I've hit up like we've hit people up with like, yo, I need a favor, I need you I need you up doing this no problem. Dude. Just do it. Just don't even worry about it. I got you. Because it's like, it's a genuine friendship. And I feel like there's a lot of people that don't have that and don't know what that means. And so the idea of doing something for somebody and not getting anything in return comes off as almost a foreign concept. You know? And and that's what it seems like when it comes to something like this It's like, "Well, you're talking about d- d- defending women? Why would you do that? You're not going to get any pussy from." Them. I'm like, "I'm not trying to. It's just that's the right thing to do." It's like, "Women are hurting. Women, you know, don't don't deserve to be treated this way. Why are you what what are you what are you wh- wh- why would you think that I'm doing that just to get pussy? Why would that's not even how that works. That's not I don't know any other I don't know any time that anybody goes, "Hey, you know what? I believe we should treat women with respect and women just Hit you up in the DMs going, hey, you want some pussy right now? That's not how that fucking works. Like, I I, I just don't seem to understand. Well, I understand what what it is, but I think that is a huge part, a huge problem with our culture right now, is that people don't seem to care unless they can figure out a way that they can somehow benefit from it. Right. And... And that's no way to go, you're never going to get forward with that. You're not going to, we're not going to get white people to be less racist if their entire thing comes down to what, you know, until white people decide that we're going to stop being racist because it's what's best for the other people that don't affect us, they're not going to stop being racist. Until men decide that we're going to stop being sexist, we're going to, we're going to not just stop, we're going to combat sexism and and and, and, and 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 fight for gender equality, you're not going to get gender equality and that requires you to do that stuff not expecting one, anything in return. One of the things you said that's kind of interesting is um there is
4: something in it for us as men to let these things go. True. And and like because of the way we think, we don't even like the way most men think, they don't even see it that way. But there's something in it to becoming a better person. There's something in it to having genuine friendships and uh, being able to express yourself outside of the box of what we consider to be masculine you know uh, there's something genuine about educating yourself um, learning from all walks of life I don't know why we fight so hard to be regressed you know to be to be the same when when ultimately life is about learning that's the experience you're here for a certain amount of years and then you're fucking dead you want to die the same fucking ignorant person you were you know, you want to stop developing at like 18, 19. What kind of life is that? You know, but yeah, that's what that's interesting. And the thing you brought up about the like the nerd off and stuff is also funny. We started these genuine relationships and they've lasted years now. Right. Mm-hmm. There are people on the outside looking in that see that and they only see what they can get out of it. And every time one of those people is kind of smoothed up to one of us, they always end up falling off. They always end up falling out. Because they came in it from a bad place. There is no other side to this where you, like, get some, some thing from us. You know, like, no, nah, the, the thing you get is friendship. That's right. the thing.
2: Like yo, uh, it's some tell Toby shit, yo. It's, like, the, the power of friendship. The friendship is back. Like the most <laughs>
4: fucking valuable thing. That's the most valuable, rare resource that you have at this point. Because so many people are, like, genuinely, or so many people can be, like, fake friends now. It's so easy. Look everyone's online, you, you tell people you like everything about them and they're the greatest and, you know, oh, what a brilliant, beautiful person that I've never met and all this shit. And yes, some of those relationships can become real. I'm not saying all those are fake, but it's easier to fake something when we have new tools to be manipulated by, right? There, you don't have to actually look someone in the eyes when you tell them you like them, right? So now it's just like, oh, this avatar on Twitter likes me and says everything I say is smart. Well, of course I like them. You know, I like them right back. But I don't even really know them. And one day you say something, you disagree, or whatever. And guess what? You're blocked. You're muted. You're you're unfriended. You're you're the worst person on the earth. It's easier to get rid of you because the bonds that tied you weren't really genuine. It's easier to be like, uh, you know, uh, if I can get on with this podcast, maybe I can promote my thing. People do that now, and this, and we're just a podcast. I don't know what the fuck real famous people go through. But we're just a podcast and we already have hit some of these walls with folks. So to say anyway, to look at every relationship that way, it it only robs you. You're you're not having genuine, real connections with people. If every time you you look at a woman, you're like, am I going to have sex with her? Then she's of of no value to me. You robbed yourself of 50 percent of the population of the planet of relationships that could be genuine because, you know what I mean? Like, it's only hurting yourself. And that's the that's the thing. So, yeah, when these men say shit like uh, you just trying to get some pussy. No, actually, I'm not. I just think what what you're saying is fundamentally wrong or or I'm making an argument that is for a person that I may not be in that group of people. But I can look at that person and especially as a black man, see how their oppression lines up and go. That's very similar to what I experienced. And that is wrong that that is happening to this person. And we need to highlight that and stamp it out. That's not like some fucking math equation you have to do. That's just common sense being a good
3: person. Well, I I think
2: that goes. Go ahead, Jeff.
3: Yeah, I was going to say, I think um, it's another negative aspect of the gig economy and hustle Mm -hmm. culture. We want to try to work and get as many jobs as we can, um, have our hands in everything. And we see we see people as commodities and not actually people. Because I've been on the Internet for a while, right? And I've built genuine friendships from people who I had never met in person until like, you know, that one time you're in the same city or you go to an event. And that was fostered off of common bonds, commonalities between you two and just interest in what each other were doing. I didn't care about clout. I didn't care about podcasts. I didn't care about anything. And with all the positives that's come with the evolution of communication and the Internet and technology, it does make it easier to envy people and to and to get a false sense of what it takes to get to where people are and the pathways to do it. So you may get somebody who sees you and never listen to one episode of your podcast, but will, will work their way in. And try to uh, endear endear themselves to you, and then for just for the sake of getting on, they don't care who you are, what you are, or how you operate, or who you are on the inside. And because it's so easy to communicate with people now, you don't have it's it's it gets difficult to determine the purity of those bonds and and intentions. So you have to be even more on guard. So I can understand why a lot of a lot of people assume. The only reason why men speak out against men is to curry favor with women. They can't see past their own insecurities and stubbornness and um unwillingness to change and and they'll and they'll think, "Oh, you must just want something because it's it's it once again it's difficult to to hear things that you may have done or maybe you, you you're taking umbrage because you're a man. And you're like, well, they're talking about me. So I feel the need to speak out for all the guys that ain't like that, especially myself, when if it don't apply, you let it fly. And, and, and it, there's nothing wrong with holding yourself up to a higher standard. That's how you evolve. That's how you get better. That's how you become better than who you were the day before. You just aspire. And maybe, maybe it's also um, people's expectations for where they see themselves to be. Maybe it's, Maybe it's the floor is is higher than the ceiling for them so they can't see themselves as being a better version they're good with who they are and fuck you if you challenge it
2: well is is that and it's just so there's a couple of things with, with, with men I, I i hate the well you know i'm not like that so i'm like but again so there are stages to this right the first stage is us understanding that what you did was wrong um i didn't even get that further not even understanding that what you did was wrong I would say we're, we're, stage one is almost like the Kevin Hart, which is understanding that whatever you're doing currently could get you in fucking trouble. And so you just don't do it, right? That's just the appeal to your, your fucking pockets of not doing some certain things. You might not even understand it's wrong, but you just, like, you're you're like, oh, I don't want to get into trouble, so I'm not going to say or do that thing. Then there's the actual realization that it might take a long time to get to. That what those things are, because you're no longer doing them publicly because you realize that they could get you in trouble, you then slowly start understanding that what they are are wrong. I feel like a lot of people end up in one or two, but there's a third step where it's like you actively have to work against your own privilege and actively speak out on certain things. And a lot of people don't want to do that shit. Oh well, no, no, I, 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 you know, I don't, I don't, I don't do this stuff anymore. And I raise my girls, so they don't. And I raise my boys, so I don't do that. It's like, all right, cool, but what about your actual boy? Like your friends that you sit there and let that shit go with? You know, your friends that say wrong shit, and you don't really check them on because you don't want to get your your friendship. Your, your your family that you sit down on Thanksgiving dinner with every 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 Thanksgiving, but you don't want to correct them on their behavior. Like at some point, you not taking that next step is just acceptance and you're allowing the other person to go on with what they're doing. You have to, at some point do something like, I feel like the first two things of no longer saying things that could affect you, it could affect you, you monetarily or socially. And then realizing that what they are are wrong. Those two, first two steps, honestly, they don't require much. They don't require a sacrifice. They don't require. They really don't even require that real of a change, because you can quietly become a good person, quote unquote, good person, and and not and, and just do it public and do it do it silently, right? Not speak out against when you see when you see something wrong happening. You don't have to speak out against it. Actually, going out there and actively speaking against privilege, whether it's white privilege, whether it's male privilege, whatever it is, actually requires putting yourself out there. And having to deal with people that combat that, you having to deal with the the negativity that comes with that, and a lot of people don't want to do that shit at all. And and that's not saying you have to be an activist, but like saying, "Hey, man!" Like in the in the fucking ad where that one dude sees that one dude going to cat call that woman and going, "Hey, dude, nah, stop, don't do that." It was something simple that doesn't that doesn't make that dude an activist. He just saw something wrong and said, "Hey." That ain't it, dude. That's all it requires, but a lot of people don't want to do that shit.
4: They yeah, want well, it. also the the bar is so low, right? right. It's not right. even That's like a low some bar. Herculean task. Um and then the you know who knows that some of these dudes are just uh shit, probably most, but some of these dudes are just faking it because they're interested in getting the attention of women so that they can romantically pursue them. Women. <laughs> <laughs> they already know like they know like what a fake ass nigga sound like it's why women are always like you know i don't really fuck with guys that call themselves feminists and i don't really like women already know that these niggas are full of shit so it's not like you informing the world that some of these people don't believe it only thing that take that will tell time is if people's genuine actions and uh honestly and, I, and i'm not saying this to be dismissive but I'm not saying the things I'm saying, but based on if I can get women to like me or not, you know what I mean? Like some, like I'm saying what I'm saying because it's what I believe. Like I just like, uh, I think street harassment is wrong. Not because, you know, I can't, you know, I man, I hope I get some retweets on this one, you know, <laughs> right. like, nah, just shit. I saw something and I thought it was fucked up. And I think we as men shouldn't do that. You know, if, um, If I share a story anecdotally about like uh, the time I checked my friend on something, that audience that I'm talking to is actually dudes. I really like women are not really edified or enriched by me saying that. Like they know that that's the right thing and men should do that, or you know even go further than that. They 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 understand. They're living under that oppression. Just like when white people say something, um, when white people say something about um, racism that we that we as black people agree with. I'm not Sam Whitehouse's audience.
2: You don't get a gold star for that. It's not a gold star for that. Yo. It's like
4: Yeah, I understand. Even if you do want to... I also don't want to admonish that. If you want to give a gold star because the bar is so low, that's fine. Like, invite them to the cookout. I'm not mad at you for that. That's fine. But just let me clarify and say I don't watch Sam Whitehouse mm-hmm. because I don't need to watch Sam Whitehouse. White people need to watch that shit. Women don't really need to hear what us three guys right now are talking about with this Gillette ad that like maybe they might agree or maybe they might want to like be like well y'all could tweak, tighten up this part or this is not exactly how that goes but in general women don't need to hear this shit dudes need to hear this shit they need right. to they need to see this ad so they can be like oh okay and if your response is Joe Rogan's response um Pierce Morgan's response Michelle Malkin's response Um and some of the you know the typical like you know all right just listen to those names
2: just listen to those names if you hear those names and you're on that side you're on the wrong side
4: (laughs) that's it that's fucking it you don't agree with them on anything else most of the time like none of y'all agree with them on racism issues now why the fuck are y'all standing side by side shoulder to shoulder with them on this because you because you're agreeing with bigotry that's what's happening
2: yo like you said the bar is is such a low bar. It's so easy, like it's, it's just like, guys, like it's so easy to like. It is much. I, I, I used to bring this up all the time when the the street harassment thing was really well, well, the 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 remember the the pushback that some black people had, some black men had against black women talking about street harassment.
0: Mm.
2: And there was all these people going, "It's like, oh, you're just doing this for your podcast. You're just doing this." for, I'm like, first of all, first of all, the retweets in the podcast, uh, for the most part, nigga ain't bringing money in like that. <laughs> Hey, nigga, ain't, ain't nobody getting rich over this. I ain't making that thirty million dollars, raising thirty million dollars like Sean King did, yo. I ain't got Sean King money, yo. I ain't doing
4: that. All right. Technically, okay, never touched that money, and he doesn't have a password. I, I, I apologize. I apologize
2: for that. Apologize. Okay. All right. I apologize. Me. I apologize for talking about talking talk about powder for about that. Sorry. I'm sorry. And, uh, <laughs> as you can see, I'm still struggling in my own uh, journey here. So please just, just. Yeah, me, you you are struggling with talk, on, talk on masculinity, and yeah. we can all tell. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry about that, but but you know it's like we're like okay, so let's say let's say one of my tweets goes viral supporting women. This, that's happened a couple times. You know what? You know you, you know what that's gotten me. Nothing. <laughs> it's gotten me trolls in my mentions. It's gotten me to waste an entire day dealing with dumbass dudes saying, "Nah, oh, no, yo, the white man's going after Bill Cosby." Like. It's got me that kind of shit, but nigga, that ain't putting money in my pocket. Matter of fact, if anything, it's wasting my day where I could be making more money. Like, nigga, ain't no it ain't it ain't it's so much easier to give in and 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 stay on the side of privilege. Because it's privilege, right? The privilege cloaks us all. I guess literally I could pro- I honestly will say this, and I've said this before, I think I to have a better I could have a more popular podcast if I was more misogynistic. Yeah. I think I could be, I, I think, I think I think I can get, I think I can get more, more podcasted, but it's like, that's not what I want to do. It's like, I, I can't do something that does not.
4: Well, you have to right.
2: go a little further
4: than that. Now. I feel like the game is already out there. You're right. You're right. People that aren't that popular. You got to basically go uh, all the way Republican with it too.
2: Mm, that's a good point. That's a good point.
4: Yeah. Cause that's the only lane that I see that's still open is mm. we don't re- in podcasting anyway. We don't truly have a like completely unwoke black person. Like they always pull up short with racism. But they're like, eh, I'm not gonna <laughs> completely sell myself out. They turn like, the oh,
2: Tim to Tim Scott from the from the Senate which goes like, guys, 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 listen, I know we're all Republican. I know we like taking money away from poor people and shit like that, but look I'm just saying Steve King's kinda racist guys <laughs> 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 Yeah, they
4: always pull up a little short. Like we need that black defender of Steve King. Podcast type of dude. <laughs> I think that dude's gonna blow up whenever, wherever he is out there. I hate that I'm even giving him the idea, but. As a creator, that's the one lane I see completely wide open right now. White
2: people would flood to that shit. Candace Owens is jotting all kinds of notes down right now. She's like, defend Steve King. All right, cool. cool. (laughs) Like, even Candace Owens had a history
4: of, like, not supporting Trump and being against him. Like, Mm -hmm. you got to come in with a complete clean slate. And they let her make money
0: Mm -hmm. being Mm -hmm. pro-Trump.
4: They don't even care that she was anti-Trump two years before. No,
2: nah, nah, nah. you got, you, again, you, you're, you're right, yo. You know, this, this might fall into Deepa and i's plan to become, a, uh, pastors. yo. If we also become right-wing pastors and also our podcast. Now, see, that's the one that, that's
4: the hustle that gets me is <laughs> my biggest temptation is to become a mega church pastor because I'm 100% sure all mega per- church pastors are atheists.
2: <laughs> Uh, you know what this is a good segue into this uh <laughs> did anybody watch the video t.d. T. D., T. D. jake's uh, exercising the demon from uh pastor john john gray that allegedly got his uh side him to, to cheat on the side chick Yeah, yo. you know he.
4: i saw it i saw <laughs> it it was
2: terrible so for those who don't remember uh john gray you know remember we, we talked about this how uh, john gray bought his wife like that Million dollar, uh, that, that super expensive, uh, Lamborghini or some kind of expensive car, right? And it's like, you know, well, no, it's because, you know, God, you know, protects me and, and John does so much for me and this way he's earned that money on his own, blah, blah. blah. Turns out it's probably because, uh, he cheated on her and maybe possibly got a side chick pregnant. Um, and, and so in order, and actually, it's it actually multiple times that he cheated on his wife. So, uh, T D. Jake's uh, decided to come in and and help John Gray by because uh, obviously if 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 if, um, if he uh, got this this he cheated on his wife it's obviously because not because he's just you know a piece of shit husband but because um, demons demons mm-hmm. and uh, he laid uh, laid hands on John Gray not like like cuff hands but just like literally. Laid hands on him in a in a praying way uh, to help him get the um, <clears throat> cheating demon out of his I, I guess dick. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just what are we doing here, guys? It's, it's, we're only eighteen days into twenty nineteen. I can't do this.
4: Yeah, I mean the thing is, I do. Uh, um. I'm not really understand. Damn it, Siri! I wasn't talking to you. Um, See, even Siri is, doesn't
2: understand it. So
4: please explain. <laughs> the thing is earlier you brought up that empath thing and you're like, I think people don't have genuine empathy. Moments like this is how I know people aren't genuine empaths because um it's a bitch when you are one. Cause I was legitimately like sad for this dude <laughs> while watching the video. And I think this dude's a piece of shit. And the whole video I was like, Man, that man, he's so man, that's so messed up, man.
2: You gotta go through it's all this shit. <laughs>
4: He's crying, he couldn't help himself. As soon as the video started, I was like, that, that was for cheating. Wait a minute. <laughs> I don't feel bad for him. He made all this problem himself. And he sits in the he's rich and he fucking sits in the goddamn pulpit and judges people for a living and then turns around living a messy ass life. And all those people in that fucking uh church were getting roped in by these hustlers. And T D Jake's jacket was tight as hell. It was just too much going on in that moment. And yeah, I know that people can't be empaths because that's how I feel all the time. Like someone does something fucked up, and I'm like, "Yeah, man, Kevin Hart. It is sad that you can't." Wait a minute, wait a minute. You know, so that, that yeah, that's what that made me feel. Now,
2: this is, what, and, this is what, this, and this is why I fuck with you, Rod, because I know you are. I know Rod is a true empath. Rod always be like, "No, but guys, listen, man. Don't you don't you feel just a little bit sad for him? I mean, maybe maybe he maybe he is sorry, and then Rod would be like." You know what never mind guys you're right this dude is a piece of shit like we gotta talk we gotta talk about it we gotta you gotta talk to right be like hey, hey rod listen i know you're feeling bad for the dude right now but do do remember do you remember this is what he said and he did and you're like you know what you're right you're right i shouldn't feel yeah. This bad. About-
4: yeah yeah i'll get there it just take me a little longer to get there man because yeah that Like with this one, I was like, I said, I was like, this dude's a piece of shit. I saw the video, I was like, oh man, look at he laying on the ground crying. Like, this is so sad. <laughs> then, like I said, I thought about it a little bit more. I was like, wait a minute, he's laying on the ground crying because he's fucking, he's
1: a piece but, of shit. He's
2: But, but I got to be honest here, man, I appreciate you doing that because I feel like it's a, I, I, I'd much rather people have that initial, like, oh man, you know? Maybe we should, and then come to it, versus just going, like, everybody, everybody immediately is terrible and lumped in, and, because at least it makes you think about it, it's like, you know, maybe I should, oh, wait, no, 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 shouldn't, shouldn't do that, but, like, I'd much rather have that belief, because it's almost like you have this, you want to believe that people aren't that bad. You want to believe that people aren't, and I think that's the way we all want to go, right? We all want to go down to the idea that people aren't aren't purposely going out of their way to mislead and and prey on and and do that we know there are people out there to do that but you don't want to believe as many people because there's so many of these kind of stories that come out and and honestly i really feel like the reason why so many people uh uh because like you either have two rates you either always believe the worst of people which is where i sometimes fall into the line of and so that way I don't get disappointed and feel d- disappointed because I'm just like, I never believed you in the first place. Or you're like you, where you have this empathy where you kind of, you know, you get fooled sometimes and stuff like that. But I feel like so many people, like they, 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 they fall in between because they just don't like, it's easy to, to me. It's easy to be in either one of those categories and then slowly, you know, find out the truth versus just people are jumping between and trying to make up these rules and it's complicated. And it gets to be yeah. too much, yo, it gets to be too much.
4: That's a lot, man. I definitely, um, like, and and, you know, there's been some personal relationships where I'm like, uh, I knew I I fucking felt it and I fought it and I was like, uh, but maybe it's cause this happened to them and shit. And now later on, I'm like, I should have just avoided all that. And I do learn and get better at that stuff. But in general, man, the idea of like cutting people off and letting them go so casually is something that I don't want to really, uh, join into because I think the internet has exacerbated that mentality, right? Like if we're we're here, we're hanging out with Jeff, we all having a good time. Uh, I go on, I can go on Facebook and Twitter, delete Jeff tomorrow and be like, oh, it's like, it never happened. I'm like, that's not healthy. You know, uh-huh. like we should, we should be, that's not how I don't think my, I don't want my life to work that way. I kind of like it when it's like, oh, that's my man, Jeff, you know, see him at, see him at uh, see him school tomorrow, see him at the basketball court or whatever that's how I prefer my relationships. And I try to make my online stuff mimic that. Um, But yeah, a lot of it is from empathy and a lot of it is from hoping for the best out of folks. But yeah, you do get let down. Uh, But in the moment, it's just funny because everybody says they're empathic now and we have to have empathy. And and I'm like, no, you only do that when you like people. Mm -hmm. I know I'm an empath (laughs) because I do it when I fucking hate people. Like (laughs) someone can have personally wronged me and I see them going through something hard. And I'm like, hey, man, I hope everything is okay. And I'm like, why did I do that? Why did I do that?
2: And I can speak to this personally because there have been moments of me and Rod have been talking like offline or something like that, shit, shit and I'm just like, and there was one moment where it's like me and Rod kind of switched where I was an empathetic person. Rod's like, yeah, I'm like, fuck that person. Like, how did we get to this point? <laughs> <laughs> Yo,
4: okay, so all right, this is the other part, other reason I know people are not really in past. In fact, not always bad. Right. You also pick up on good things and you also can switch. Like I've done, I do this with Karen too. If I like someone I'm close with, we come in a situation from opposites and we talk long enough. I'll just pick up what your emotions are mm-hmm. and then and be like, well, actually, no, no, fuck that. I'm mad. Yeah, you right. You right. Right, right, right. right. Fuck them motherfuckers. And and they're like, calm down, right? Calm down. I'm like, nah, man. Right,
1: right, we riding. We're right. riding on this shit. Like, yo,
2: uh, all of a sudden Rod <laughs> tried to get the burner and they're Like, oh, whoa, whoa, Rod, Rod <laughs> right. Put the gun away, yo. We like yo. I'm over it already. Right, so right, yeah, what? dog. I just need to talk. I just need to vent about it real quick. He's like, nah, man, we, we can kill them motherfucker. We need to. <laughs> I got the business. I'm like, whoa, like, hey, you, hey, you hey. Why are you not
3: mad dog. anymore? Why you not mad anymore? Right, nah, I'm mad. Right, right, They're like, you're mad again. <laughs> you talk me down
4: right this is why i wanted to talk to you i'm like no nah, man you talk me up right <laughs> right
3: Yo, i feel like i was um i feel like i was that way as a kid more where i would get into stories and i'm like oh no nah, this ain't right like what we gonna do he's like what do you mean what we gonna do I, we gotta do something like, like it can't be nothing. It's gotta be, it's gotta be something like you, you feel that energy. And I think, um, I just think everybody just needs a general level of empathy. Like you don't gotta be like, I commend you for being an empath. Cause I know that must be emotionally burdensome. Like even when you, 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 you're, it's innate, like you, you're an inherent empath where you, it, it's it, empath where you can't even cut it off. So, right. you know, I, I, commend, I commend you. I commend you for that. But, um, just, just listening to you guys and, and hearing about friendship, it's something that I, I've been talking to a lot of people offline about this. And what do people even really know what friendship is? Absolutely. And what not. it's supposed to be, Absolutely right? Not. Because think, think about it like this, all right? We're all not perfect. We've all done something that's been wrong before in our life. We all have qualities that other people may not want to deal with. If they're not your friend. Think about all the friends you have when you like, oh well, you know how Rod is. That's just XYZ. You may challenge, you may challenge you to be better, but they accept you for who you are. And I think that's part of what friendship is. You accept people for who they are, you you work with them to be better. And when they fall off, you're there to build them back up. So I, I see a lot of things like, for example, you have a friend who's an alcoholic, or let's say he strays from from a path, or whatever, or he gets into some type of um a- abuse thing, or he robs, or he steals. Right? I've seen people talk about it as if these friendships are disposable. You know what? I, yo, I can't rock with anybody who does X, Y, Z. Like they're canceled. I'm gonna throw them away. But. I thought the point of friendship was to stand by the, that person. And if they if they if you can help them, you can you build them back up and you and you help them with rehabilitation. If you're that's why I look at it and I say, if you can easily dispose of a friendship, I'm looking at you funny, not the person who, who's faltered in any way. Yes, they they they've committed some some heinous act or they've done something wrong. But if you can leave their side and jettison them as it, like it's nothing, what was your intention of being their friend? Like who who are you to them? Like what like what does friendship mean to you? Is friendship only convenient um, when it's when it's when it's easy? Like like I think there needs to be a lot more conversation around that restored that restorative nature of friendship and where yeah. If I if you're a random at name on the internet, you don't have to be around for my restoration. You can say fuck me forever for something that I may have done. But if you're if you're really my friend, and like we in this, like we in this friendship together, then the same way I would be there for you, you should be there for me. Especially if the person is willing to get better from whatever they did.
2: Well, that's the thing. Yeah. A lot of people don't understand. A lot of people don't understand when friendship is because The internet made it so that. You can all of a sudden become quote-unquote friends with somebody that you never really met and right. and and you got to understand a lot of people are they're they're uh, um, Introvert or they don't know how to have those friends because they never never really had them. So yeah, I can you know, I can see how that. How that happens and goes from there, and I, I fully believe with you. It's like if if there's somebody that always seems to be having falling out with people that are, go from being their best friends, all of a sudden they they can't stand them, their worst enemies, and that repeatedly happens, you gotta start asking questions like, well, "What's really going on here?" and and some of that comes down to the fact that it was never really about a real friendship. So there's that, and right. and two, like being a friend doesn't mean always agreeing with things like we we disagree with things all the time me right we disagree on things like, I'll say, something that i'll say and i'll be like yeah, I, that is chris's belief that is not my <laughs> belief and i am not going down that path i send all send all your issues to him not me and we go down that way right you know I don't like the I. I've been shitting on the Aquaman movie, and fucking Shanna loves the Aquaman movie, right? It's just like we disagree on that shit. But it's like I'm not gonna be like, you know what? You don't like Aquaman, and I like Aquaman. I mean, you uh, you like Aquaman, and I don't like Aquaman. So um, you can't go to some, San Diego Comic Con no more. That you can't be part of the network. Fuck <laughs> you, you guys. Like, what kind of bullshit is that? Like, that's not friendship.
4: You want to know what's, what's crazy, Chris? I didn't know people like that existed until the internet. I don't yeah. have. I never had a relationship like that in my life where it was like something that small. And, and I know it sounds like hyperbole, but Chris, not joking. Something, I've seen shit that small break up entire friendships. And I'm like, how's that possible?
2: That happened when you were a kid, probably. No. Oh, you don't like my toy? Fuck right, you. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> Take your bowl and go home. It's like, that's not real friendship and that's not really how things happen. And, and then you wonder, you get to these bigger things here. It's like, I, I don't know. It's just one of these... It's just a weird thing, and then you see, in, in, I don't know, man. Like I said, it's just, it's just weird, man. Weird. I don't, I don't, I don't fucking get it. Um, all right, last few stories so we can get out of here. Um, I didn't do this last week, so I, I gotta go ahead and play that music. <laughs> all right, great moments of white privilege, and uh, there's so many great moments of white privilege that happened this week. I'm just gonna have to cover some of them in, in another two weeks. Uh, but this one, this one is just the, the icing of the cake. Gotta cover this. Megan Kelly and NBC part ways and she will be paid the full amount.
4: Yes, queen. I'm <laughs> <scheme> queen. <laughs>
2: after a drawn-out negotiation period NBC and Megyn Kelly have formally agreed to part ways the network and the one-time cable news star reached a final agreement on Friday nearly three months after she wondered out loud on air why it was inappropriate for white people to dress up in blackface just so you were required to remember why she was fired from the NBC and representative for Miss Kelly declined to reveal the details of the exit package but according to two people familiar with the negotiations Miss Kelly will be paid the outstanding balance of her contract I figure that amounts to roughly $30 million at the time of the separation Miss Kelly was in the middle of a 3-year $69 million contract with the network She is living my dream He's a mood yo
4: for real <laughs> that's a big mood Your least fave could never.
2: Right. right. I I don't know with the great moment of white privilege. I don't know if the great moment of white privilege is the fact that she's leaving. She got fired and leaving with the full amount or the fact that she was hired in the first place. Like literally everybody told NBC this is not going to end well for you. Do not hire her and definitely don't give her 69 million dollars. Right. And they did it anyway. And then they still got to pay the $69 million and only got half of it. I just. If you're so going to gamble, down. then gamble, but not $69 million gambling.
3: It's so.
4: You know? like, there's NFL quarterbacks who you won't take a 60, $69 million gamble on, right? Six, $69 million uh, in
2: three years. Three years, $69 million? Nigga, no. Nigga right. I think we're starting for the 49ers right now. <laughs> uh,
4: the other part of it that's, that's hilarious to me. Is like it's clearly the decision of like one white man or small group of white men mm-hmm. who were sexually attracted to her. That's mm-hmm. like because it could not possibly be on the merits of anything that it takes to host a Today Show. That's the like <clears throat> I you know I hesitate I normally hesitate to say something like that, but truly, she she only had ratings with Fox, right? Where I mean, what about Fox News translates to daytime TV for for right. for like. For the for the stay at home crowd that wants to watch, like, oh, we're drinking coffee with um, you know, with with celebrities. We're gonna go in there, and the chef's gonna cook some biscuits, and she's gonna try one. Like that kind of stuff is not for the hard hitting Fox News journalist type. Um, so clearly, this is somebody that just went beside besides all like functional, uh, historical factual evidence. I just think she's hot, and I am a white man with a lot of power, and none of you can tell me no. I'm giving Megyn Kelly the bag, and of <laughs> course it failed. It failed spectacularly in an even shorter time than I thought it would, and that's exactly who they got. They got Black se- Santa Claus is white. They got she's no angel. You know they got who they fucking paid for, and I'm actually happy they had to give her all her fucking money. Like I'm yeah. glad they took a loss on it. And someone should get fired other than her behind.
2: Oh, that that's the thing that got me that I was um torn behind. Was, on the one hand, fuck fuck Megyn Kelly. On the other hand, I'm actually very happy and glad that she got um uh she got paid. She she's getting paid because it means that these racist white people uh are out their own fucking money for something stupid they did. But I gotta say, like, how terrible is making Kelly when she couldn't appeal to the daytime white white house moms crowd. Like, I thought, like, this isn't is, like she got rejected by black people who didn't fuck with her to begin with. She got rejected by her own people, man. This is really one of those it be your own people kind crowd. Like little white women did not fuck with Mel- Megan Kelly. Well, I'm I'm about to take it one
4: step further though, dog. Here's the thing. That's a hard ass job. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Nobody respects that job. Mm-hmm. It's one of the low-key hardest jobs in America. There's so much turnover there. Mm-hmm. And the reason like like nobody ever notices it until they need to hire somebody that that nobody ever sticks there. It's always like once they find somebody, they always stay as long as they want to stay. Because because no one can do that job. It's so hard. Like America's judging you every morning. They're looking at what you wear, they're looking at how you interview people. They want to like you. They want to they feel like they let you in their house while they're folding clothes or doing whatever they do in the background. They want to feel like that. It, one of the most improbable people was Michael Strahan. Who fucking knew? Mm-hmm. You know, so this big black ass, like I be tackling niggas for a living ass dude. This dude is one of the most affable, like lovely people apparently <laughs> when it comes to white America. They're just like, oh, Michael Strahan. I love that guy. You know who couldn't do that job and had it right before him? Tiki Barber. <laughs> Tiki Barber. We would have thought if you would have picked a fucking football player and put him out and said, what kind of football player a uh, black football player would be able to make it in the daily household of America? We'd be like, yeah, Tiki, so smart. Uh, he's well, you know, clean shaving, dresses well. Uh, he's married. And he ruined that job within like a year and a half. Dog, you have to be good. Al Roker, you think People really think Al Roker's just some nice fucking dude, man. We've seen when Al Roker was stirring that straw. Like, <laughs> like, like Al Roker it has, he's at work, man. He makes it nice. He's, oh, hey guys, you got a nice warm front coming in on the, you know, like that's a muscle. Taryn Hall, that's a muscle. And whoever hired Megan Kelly did not respect that shit. And that's right. why they ended up failing. Cause she didn't have that muscle, and we all, every last one of us, despite not liking her politics and whatever. Every last one of us could have sat down, and did a screen test, and been like, "That woman is not gonna make me want to fucking get uh cinnamon rolls and, and 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 some
2: coffee and watch her talk about it. She like, can't do it. She was so bad at the basics, like not even the racism. Like people keep bringing up the racism so It was there, obviously, but she was failing like the basic house mom, house house dad, like watching <laughs> GM. Like the, she was failing the most basic stuff." you like, couldn't
4: interview Jane Fonda without bro. bringing up politics. If dog. Jane fucking Fonda do, she's promoting a movie. Just tell her that the fucking movie is good. Pretend like you saw it and move the fuck on. Why are you talking about sur- plastic surgery and feminism? What are you doing?
3: That <laughs> also shows you that uh, certain skills as an on-air professional don't translate in certain areas. And you have to ask yourself who thought Oh, she was a Fox News primetime host. She would be perfect for daytime TV. Whoever Mailed made it, that correlation, it. I you know, if, if there's job openings or whatever, let me know because I didn't know. I didn't know it was that easy to make make stupid ass um correlation <laughs> between Fox News and daytime. Even Fox and Friends is lighter than what she was doing. All right? You know what I mean? And 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 it's it and, and you also have to ask yourself how much did they regard what Al Roker and Tamron Hall and those people oh, were did. doing they on did. daytime that they thought that they could insert a white woman here white woman famous fox news white woman here and it would just be business as usual i don't i don't know how you how you get to that conclusion but clearly the American people made the American daytime community made that decision for them, and and it, and it's it's scary. It's it's actually fascinating to see that she couldn't appeal as a person to people in daytime TV just as a normal person. And some and some people like Michael Strahan. That's who he is, and that that bubbly personality. That's part who he is and that's part knowing how to operate in the spotlight and knowing what to deliver. He knows who he has to be and then he can also you can also see when he injects the real Michael Strahan quote unquote into what he does. Some people they're just they're playing a role. So when she got on she was playing a role. She wasn't being the real Megan Kelly. Who knows the real Megan Kelly might have been lit. And you'd have been like oh who you are with the cameras aren't off this is what i want to see and that's part of what you have to bring to daytime tv because these people they're home they 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 want they want that escape from reality but they also want realism it's it's a it's a fine line to walk which is why rod what you're saying is 100 correct that is the most difficult spot to be in on tv and she just couldn't do it
2: it's it's like when they try to bring in you know, a college football player, and then trying to figure out what position. Oh, well, you, easily he'll translate. You know, from he, he was a he was a wide receiver. He can be he can be a lineman now. It's like I actually wait. No, we got a lot of We're factors like, going that Oh, let him be a wide receiver. Right, right, right. There's a lot of factors that go into that, guys. You gotta you gotta run the numbers. You gotta crunch. You gotta do the data. You gotta do the, the 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 screen test. Like they didn't do none of that shit. They didn't do none of that shit.
4: And I'm just, just like, picture, I just picture it being a white dude that. Everyone around the conversation was like, yeah, oh, I don't see what you're seeing here. And he's like, oh, believe me, I'm I'm seeing it. No, like, <laughs> no, I don't think you're looking. Sir, is your dick out? Jones. I don't think this interview with Alex Jones indicates that she'll be able to translate to the morning
2: time. Oh, no, I she forgot. Don't I forgot she did that. I forgot she was with the interview. Alex Jones I was like. That, that was and it wasn't that was even before they did the um that was before she even did the morning show they were going to have her interview Alex Jones as like a warm up to and I'm like hey guys um <laughs> 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 I don't think the morning the 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 the, the, the morning news crowd the, the the morning show crowd is the Alex Jones crowd I don't think that's gonna go over the way you did, and it went downhill from there. Like it, that was a bad thing because she didn't. Again, she still she still got the Fox News in her, so she didn't really get 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 to where she needed to get to with the Alex Jones joint. So it's like, yo, that's not it's not gonna go good, good for you guys, and they still try to do it. And I'm just like, man, it's good to be white. Um, all right. That sounds like the
3: uh, that's that sounds like the network executive equivalent of your mom. Like, all right, go ahead. Go, 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 go host them today. See what happens. (laughs) Go, go, go. Let her host it. Let her take them black people's 9 p.m. uh, 9 a.m. slot. Go see what happens. Oh, you're going to sign up for 69 million. All right. You're grown. You're an executive. You do what you got to do. Watch. Don't come back to me next year and tell me anything different. Then you come back next year. Yo, yo, mob, I don't think it's working out. (laughs) Oh, now you're listening. You Give all money. money. Give all her her money because you're stupid. Mm-hmm.
4: Right. Mm-hmm. You got.
3: You want Megan Kelly? You got Megan Kelly money? Right, right, right. right, right you had right.
2: it. Now spend it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Last story before we get out of here. Um. And uh, again, this is the content I'm trying to bring to everybody in 2019. I think it's important content here. Um, <clears throat> I'll show you a man screaming at Spider. Why don't you die? Triggers full police response. No. Now, I've seen spiders in Australia, so I believe that this, is, this man is well within his right. For this. Is this in Australia? Of course. Come on, nigga. Oh. Come, on. <laughs> Come on, nigga. Where, oh. where, where, else, where else do you think spiders can kill you? Australia is like the animal version of Black Mirror. Everything I, over there is some different wild shit. I, I just... Uh... And I'm not sure if I, I read this the last time we were on the show, but the reason why I brought this up compared to the other, in addition to this, is there's also another story that came out where it was like, if spiders work together, they'd kill us all in like a year. And I'm just like, these are this, what? This is yeah, just yeah. If spiders work together, if uh, if spiders work together, they could eat all humans in a year.
3: I think I remember that. Like if they all coordinated (laughs)
2: coordinated efforts. If the world's uh, present population of spiders ever could organize, they could eat us all in 12 months. That's a shocking new finding from a piece of research that is set to give. And when nightmares at the moment, spiders mostly eat insects, although some of the larger species have been known to eat, to snack on lizards, birds, and even small mammals. Again, Australia. Uh, But in the report published in the Washington Post, experts say that if you add up the weight of all food eaten by the world's entire spider population in a year, uh, in a single year, it is more than the combined weight of every human being on the planet. Um, they discovered the spiders across the globe consume between forty four hundred forty point nine and eighty eight eight hundred eighty one point eight million tons of prey in a given year. See, I know why. I, I understand that spiders are um, necessary, but this is also why I kill them every time I see them. I'm sorry.
3: I definitely struggle with that. I'm not gonna front, and like Spider Man is my favorite character, but I'm like, unless I'm getting some powers and not four more arms, I you gotta go. Like I, I try, I've tried. I it's like the lethal. It's like the lottery with me. If I see a spider, I might put you outside. I might kill you. I don't know what day of the week it's gonna be. It depends on how I feel. But um, yeah. They and then they they look at you like you're you're walling for telling them to leave. Like you build. I, you you building these these webs? You don't pay no rent. You take up these space in the in in corners of the house. You know what I'm saying? And it's like yo, you gotta go. You what do you do? Yes, I understand your function. I appreciate your um. I <laughs> thank you for your service, but you have to go.
4: Yeah, I I don't never get those people that are like they do you a favor to kill bugs. I'm like, why can't they do that on the outside? Because mm-hmm. you know who else kills bugs around here? Me, buddy. Okay. <laughs> Right, you're on my territory,
2: and I will fucking kill anything. Right, right. I don't, I don't, I don't, we don't need you here. We don't, we don't need your unsolicited work here. Uh, so going back to the story about the guy who screamed at the spider, why won't you die? Police in Western Australia have confirmed that they sent multiple officers to an emergency call that turned out to be a just to be a screaming man with a serious fear of spiders. Can, again, uh, they say they're, they're almost like they're making fun of this guy, but I have seen the pictures of spiders in Australia eating birds. I think his fear is real. Um, a concerned passerby was walking outside a house in a suburb of Perth, when they heard a toddler screaming and a man repeatedly shouting, "Why don't you die?" <laughs> After they called Triple Zero, officers arrived to find the man trying to kill a spider, who apologized for ha- being having a, extreme fear of the arachnid. Uh, the police Twitter account posted a screenshot of the police log of the incident on Wednesday morning. Uh, the caller walked past the AA and heard a male. Screaming, why don't you die? Repeatedly, the log read, the toddler inside was screaming, the caller doesn't know them, but had seen them a few times when walking. 20 minutes later, the officers on the scene provided an update. Officers spoke with all parties who advised that the husband had only been trying to kill a spider, as a serious of spider, and apologized to the inconvenience of the police. No injuries cited except to the spider, <laughs> to the spiders. No further police involvement required. I do appreciate this, because if this has been in the United States, it would have ended, ended with black people that it would have ended with the police shooting the black person. So,
3: Oh, yeah. Oh yeah,
2: um. But yeah, listen. I've seen the pictures of the spiders in Australia, and I'm sorry, Australia is a place that you're not supposed to go. So,
4: yeah, I, yeah, that's actually valid. Uh, yeah, too. I'm sorry, like, all, all this have, is valid. Yeah, they have the kind of spiders you're supposed to talk to. You know, yeah, like, yeah. Maybe you can talk them out of it because you're not going to be able to just fight them. Also,
3: you Those got shits are huge too. They take up half the wall. And then the people are, are filming them like This is like funny. What, what do you find funny about this? You have a
2: mutant on your wall. What are you going to do about it? I saw, you, I saw you got horror movie creature uh, creatures. Like, I'm like, no, man, nah. Anything, anything over a dime, yo, that you got to go. Yeah.
4: yeah, that's why I feel like a lot of all the people that listen to our shows, uh, my man Wanga. From Australia. That's the one I really don't want. No smoke with oh, no.
2: Right? Oh no, fuck no.
4: no, no, no <laughs> Nicest Night, no. guy in the world, you know. Like I don't doubt that he's a very nice and sincere person, but like there's a lot of people that talk a lot of shit online and stuff. And I'm like, hey, you talk a lot of shit, but you might you might not be as hard as you think. Um, but nah Wanga never doubted for a second. Like right? mm. and, and also if you ever bring this shit up to Wanga where you're like, Yeah, man, I seen a fucking snake come out of a like a like a sink drain and it was a python or whatever, he's like Oh no that's out in the country or whatever i'm like what
1: that how does that make it better it's like yo, yo, that
2: should not yo. be in any place <laughs> the, shit that, the way that Wanga dismisses some of this stuff is a good why i don't i i i would never i would never you know wonga's cool like i would never the you know the uh, i apologize if i've ever offended you that that's for Wanga because it's like no, no no i don't fuck with this no uh, no no i i i i'm not i'm not messing with Wanga because when you know what it's like? It's like people who live in California and be like, nah, man, it was only a little earthquake." It's like, see, oh, don't see, look, me see, look, 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 look. Earth ain't supposed to move. So anything over, like, just like a rumbling because a truck is going by, that ain't supposed to happen, my dog. And so, if you have lived there long enough, where it's just, oh, nah, it was just like a, it was just a little, like, you know, three point five, yeah, a little three point five. Yeah, you know, it's, it's okay. It's, <laughs> it's like three point five more than it's supposed to move. <laughs>
4: Yeah, I turn I turn into Rod from Get Out, where I'm like, "How you not scared of this?" Right, right, right. What we,
3: what we, what we, what we do? Y'all remember when we got hit with the um? I don't know if you felt it, Rod, because you were a little deeper. You remember like like seven, eight years ago when we got the earthquake on the east coast? I remember. I went from VA to like New York. New York. We were all like, "Mm, "The world ending." (laughs) Bro, I was in a I was in a meeting in Delaware. And the window started shaking. First, the window started shaking. Then the blinds. The shit felt like every disaster movie I've ever seen in my life. Like everybody just stopped, and it shook and stopped. And I looked at everybody. I said, "Y'all saw what I saw, right? Y'all saw everything shake? Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to make sure." Went to Twitter. The whole East Coast Twitter going nuts. All the West Coast Twitter. Oh y'all pussies! Y'all y- y'all y'all want earthquake and now y'all want to act. Our buildings don't sway like yours. Right. Listen, man. I, I turned into Will Smith the minute the minute
2: earthquakes happen. <laughs> the ground moved. <laughs> you have you have sharks in your rivers. You have you have uh, 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 kangaroos that look cute but will fucking box you. You have you oh. have you you have snakes and. And, 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 and spiders and shit like that that eat birds and bird like not just like a small bird like big birds like nah nigga nah nah <laughs> I, that's just it's, we're not we're not supposed to be there <laughs> we, we as humans we ain't cut we ain't cut for that shit so yeah, no i'm good no. yeah yeah you know, <laughs> yeah look it's good it's cool it's fine that they can have that place like i struggle with this because i know people you know shanty i think wants to go to australia and I'm I'm sorry, I got a I got a real fear of Australia, and I am not ashamed of that.
3: <laughs> so. You just
2: gotta stay in the hotel, bro. That's it.
3: I, do you I? Can't go, you can't or, venture anywhere. Else. Or, or don't go to the outback.
2: Or, or is it just as bad in the hotel? Like I don't know, man. I don't know. I just feel like I don't know, man. I got I got I got I got I got some years. I gotta I gotta I gotta work on that. So, all right, this has been a good show. Uh, <laughs> thank you, fellas, for joining me. Uh, tell them where they can find you at. Jeff, go ahead and tell them where they can find you at, man. Hey man, you
3: could all social media at Jeff J says at for all nerds, uh that's the podcast, and at Bleacher Report where you can find a lot of uh my my news work and uh and our show Let's Talk About It. That's on IG Live. You can find it at noon, noon weekdays and six PM, depending on the day.
2: And don't forget, we're gonna oh, she I gotta hit we should get we we're about ready for another uh, review of the gifted. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
4: yeah,
2: yeah that so. Hey Rod, what about you, man?
4: Oh man, um look, the blackdown dot com, comedy podcast, me and my wife do, um, check us out, man. I feel like if you uh listen to this, uh you probably already know of us or maybe you're checking us out already or whatnot. Um so yeah, come check it out. And if you're um if you're a listener of ours but you haven't gone premium yet, um there's also the nerd off and Chris is uh consist- like he said, he's only missed a handful because he's consistently on there and we talk about a bunch of nerdy stuff and uh like uh you know if you're a fan of jeff uh, and fan bros uh well i'm sorry for, for all, all nerds
3: that's a dollar in the fan bros for all nerds show for
4: let you. me drop <laughs> i'm making New York. i'm gonna i owe y'all a dollar when i make it oh right. uh, but yeah if you enjoy that type of content um uh, then yeah come check us out at the blackouttips.com slash premium Thank
3: you. Well, let me also say we, we we have a Patreon now too, where we're, we're building up our exclusive content, patreon.com/forallnerds, and I can assure you your money will be going to a good place unlike other other organizations. We see you, we recognize you, you are existent to us, and we won't be at film festivals um on your money we won't disappear into the ether I would with like, your money. I
2: would, I would like to apologize for any <laughs> indication that um, anybody out there who uh, might feel threatened and and, and, and upset by what uh, Jeff just said here, uh, we are not here implying that you have um, taken money or that you uh, somehow do not care about the non-existent community that you um, may or may not uh, have taken some money from. Uh, please go check out theblackgeeks.com. <clears throat> Yes,
0: please,
2: please. That's the
4: lawsuit I'm waiting on. <laughs> That's the one where I'm going to have to issue some retractions. I can already feel that one coming.
1: Oh, man.
4: <laughs> hey, look, I'm telling you right now, you want me to stop talking shit. Sue me, cause I will retract
2: it. I'm not. Right. I'm just, and it's not about right or wrong. I'm lazy. I don't, <laughs> I, I, yo, I don't. You know, it's that that I don't want the smoke. I don't have time for the smoke, yo. Yeah, I'm so yo. busy, man. <laughs> you understand? If that lawsuit ever comes, I'm public enemy number <laughs> one.
3: I am public enemy. I am definitely going to be the first person that somebody points to, cause I think I've been. I think my year anniversary talking about this is going to be in a few months. Yo. Cause
2: I mention it every week. Yeah, listen, it's, listen. it don't
3: stop. Listen, man. It don't listen,
2: stop. Listen, listen, here, Listen, here. Listen oh, yeah. We're here. on the
3: list, bro. $5,000. Somebody paid five racks <laughs> for a damn table. <laughs> five racks, bro.
1: <laughs> and it's like, all oh, right.
2: If I go down, Yo, I'm putting cases on no, there. Oh, you motherfuckers. Like, I'm
3: going oh, down. I too. am like, going God. to be on the stand like Wesley Snipes in New Jack City. I'm taking everybody down, bro. <laughs> don't, let them, don't let them get
2: many people money, because. Rather than yo, paying people back, they are gonna sue all of us. Yo, I'm I'm really gonna be like, oh, so they have oh, the money oh, for it. Oh, oh wait. Right. So, oh, so we Oh, so we got money to sue, but we ain't got money to put the conference <laughs> on. Oh, 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 big money now, huh? We can, we can, we can, we can, we can do this now. Oh, we 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 got money like that now. Oh, look <laughs> at the big money on Robert. Oh, how did you pay for those millions? I rest my case. <laughs> We we need oh, to we need to end this show because uh like I said we just, we just
4: before we end, uh final thing I do need to say before we end is uh I would like to retract everything I've said on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean any of it. Uh Sean King is a is a very good person. Uh, he's never done anything bad to me, even unblocked me. Uh Jamie, uh Rob, all the people involved with FanCon. Uh I take back everything I've I've said about them and, you know, no need to s- save the postage, save the electronic emails. Uh um, we, we should be on the up and up now and this is on the same public platform that I made the jokes. So, uh, let's just all move on. I
2: appreciate guys, okay? that. I appreciate that growth. rod, And you know what, you know what I forgive you. Thank you. I forgive you. And, um, I think it's very big of you. And, um, honestly, um, I think I think because of that that uh, Sean King should reach out to you and bring you onto his podcast because mm. of that. So I, I I think that that I I think we should make those calls. So
4: I still will not host the Oscars and I still will not go on this podcast. But I do. I'm glad to be forgiven. That's what matters.
2: I, I, I'm I'm just gonna say that I'm actually tired of apologizing. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> over it. I'm over it. All right. I'm over it. What's done is done. If you if you're gonna if you if you're gonna hold it against me, then you're gonna hold it against me. But I've already addressed this, I've already apologized, and I'm moving on. <laughs> See you in two weeks, guys. <laughs>